Welcome to Nobody's Podcasting. I'm Danny. And I'm Trevor. This week we're talking sci-fi. We celebrate the landing of a new rover on Mars, give our top three sci-fi movies, look forward to the upcoming Godzilla flick, try to decide if Jaws counts as sci-fi, and then rant about how bad Star Wars is. So sit down, strap in, and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Episode seven? Eight. Eight. This is eight. Episode eight. I told you they were flowing together. They are, yeah. Actually, I had to like think about that when I was trying to get it ready earlier, trying to figure out which one we were on. But yeah, we're on the uh, big number eight here, and uh, I'm pretty excited. Oh, I'm uh, pumped. Uh, <laughs> we've actually been sitting here for a while talking. And I was like, man, we gotta fucking get to get to recording here. Yeah, I I, I think we uh, we sat down at like fucking like almost three hours ago. So. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, anyone who has been uh, listening to us um, at the end of the last episode, we had talked about this week um, leaning into some sci-fi, and um, we I should have brought a Thurman. I thought about that. I should have brought one. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Missed opportunity. I know. God damn it. Also, you. I was actually just thinking about this last night, um, and that just reminded me. I want to give a shout-out. I don't know who did the theme music for the X-Files, but goddamn, they nailed it. Oh, I know. That song is fucking amazing. Dude, isn't it so, like, it's probably one of just, like, the creepiest, like, songs. Right? I it's, love it. Oh, man. I probably shouldn't have whistled that. That's, like, <laughs> that's <laughs> copyright. Um, so, uh, just to make sure, like, I... So don't that was, know the person's name, but that's from the X Files. We didn't create that. That's uh, that's uh, just a snippet of the theme music from X Files. Excellent uh, show. I think actually what he means to say was that wasn't the X Files, and it was different enough to not be copyrighted. <laughs> okay, yeah, that whatever. I, don't know. <laughs> I doubt they know about us. No, I'm I'm sure not. Um, but yeah, so okay, so the reason I wanted to bring up sci-fi, um, actually, to tell you. Like just to kind of double down on how dumb I am, the reason that I like I got to sci-fi was for something that's not even sci-fi, and I wanted to talk a little bit about our fucking Mars rover. Yeah, Perseverance, absolutely awesome stuff. About the size of an SUV, has its own little helicopter and shit. It's fucking cool, right? Um, yeah, and so I, I actually uh, had the opportunity to kind of watch that live sp- live stream as it was landing, and. Uh, for some reason, like, I always think if I'm watching something, it's going to go wrong. So I was just, like, waiting for, like, something not to deploy or something not to go off right. And they're like, oh, we just went offline and everyone's going to be super depressed and it's going to be my fault. <laughs> yeah, that would be a that would be a real kick in the pants considering uh, when the last time they had something go severely wrong, they uh, did the calculations in feet but programmed the rover in meters or the satellite and it just kind of smashed into the fucking surface oof yeah so it was and i I looked it up it was like it was like two and a half million dollars or something like that just obliterated i imagine everything with those kind of projects has to like basically immediately just get super expensive right oh i would yeah absolutely um but despite my intervention uh everything went off correctly it landed and uh, everything looked good and now we have another uh, rover on Mars. Well, it's about goddamn time you got something right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, apparently, the the place that it landed was in, like, a place that's, like, notoriously difficult, but mm. they they wanted to search there. Because I think this one is specifically looking for, like, fossils. 
That would be absolutely awesome. Like, I've thought about that before. Um, I really like prehistory. I like dinosaurs, stuff like that. Super interesting to me. And I've always thought it'd be super cool to find fossilized, fossils, fossilized, fossils on, on other planets. Like, that would be so, especially Mars, that has indications that it used to be able to harbor life. Um, you know, it's within the Goldilocks zone. There have been, they found dried up lake beds, river beds, things of that nature. They believe there's liquid water under the surface somewhere. So, you know, it was absolutely, there are three planets in our solar system that may have at one time harbored life, one that currently does. So, uh, you know, and all three of them are within that, that, that zone, that range from the sun that means they're in just a perfect condition to not be too hot or too cold so that life could, could happen. It's Mars, Earth, and uh, Venus, I believe. Um, the oh, th- I, I seem to recall that Mars still gets pretty goddamn cold. It does because it doesn't have an atmosphere now. Yeah, that's But, um, you know, it's thought that it did at one time have an, an actual atmosphere, very Earth-like atmosphere, in which case it would have been able to uh, regulate temperature much better right. much like earth does now yeah and so they uh they released audio from the perseverance and it's like mostly like you can just hear some whirring like from the uh, from the rover itself and then you can hear some mm-hmm. wind and i was like listening to it and i don't for some reason i was thinking that like there shouldn't be wind now obviously there's gravity and there's movement but like I, I don't know for some reason like I get the like I get the view of like a planet like virtually every fucking planet as just like a rock floating in space with just no air or atmosphere or anything like that. I mean, except for like the ones that are like notorious where there's like basically no solid ground. Um, but like Mars, it's basically just like a big rock. Like I think of it like the moon. Mm-hmm. So I like I don't think of there being like a wind gust. It was interesting to hear that. Um, not exactly what I was expecting, but after I heard it, it's like, well, you know, I don't know what else I was expecting to hear. Um, but <laughs> right. it, it's just, it's so weird because so we live in the Midwest. I was expecting to hear the X-Files game. <laughs> <laughs> we live in the Midwest, and it gets pretty fucking windy here. Um, but there's just something about hearing wind from a different planet that was that was just incredible. And I should, I want to backpedal a little bit. I said that Mars doesn't have an atmosphere. That's not exactly true. It does have a little bit of an atmosphere. Um, not enough, of course, to support at least complex life, but there is still a little bit of the atmosphere left, uh, around Mars. Um, so, you know, I just, I wanted to make that, I wanted to correct myself there. Yeah. And I guess that's what I overlook is that there is like a bit of an atmosphere there and it's, it's not just a barren rock like the moon where there's nothing there. But what I really wanted to talk to you about is the potential of fossils because mm-hmm. that's aliens right there. That's aliens. Mm-hmm. They might be dead aliens, but that's aliens. And I, I know that what they're actually looking for is like small, like little fossils mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, very simple life forms, but God damn it. I want a skull, like a big <laughs> skull more. So like, so I want a human shaped skull that they dig up, with the perseverance, and it's like, I don't know why, but that's really what I want to find. Like, that's, I want something that looks human-shaped. 
You want you want to you want them to find a humanoid on Mars? Yeah. Are you going for like a Prometheus thing here? Yeah. yeah. Just because like the movie sucked. It, it really, dude. <laughs> dude. So Alien, great. Alien Two, awesome. Oh, okay. Awesome. I'll give it pretty good. Aliens. Alien Three, got dog shit. Oh yeah, it was and then shit. every Alien flavored thing since then has somehow gotten worse. I don't know. Alien Resurrection wasn't horrible. Um, I thought it was pretty bad. I didn't mind it. Alien versus Predator was cheesy, but it was kind of it's fun. Alien versus Predator Requiem was fucking awful. Just bad in Super every bad. sense. Just so bad. Prometheus was... Oh, it just made me so sad. It was almost like... I felt like insulted yeah. by the time I got to the end of that movie. And then Alien Covenant. Have you seen that? Uh, Covenant. That one is the, the sequel to Prometheus. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And like, I like Michael Fassbender. But Jesus, they drug poor Michael Fassbender into that. That was so bad. Like, it suddenly, like... Michael Fassbender as an as an android is the one who created the xenomorphs. Yeah, the fucking ridiculous. It's oh man, it was dumb. Though that uh, that whole like subsect of those movies is just terrible. Yeah. Though I did get a nice little chuckle at the end of Prometheus when that big cylinder is falling on that woman, and mm-hmm. instead of moving five feet to either left or right. She decided to try to outrun like the five mile long oh, cylinder right. yeah. that was falling. The uh, the the ship, yeah. the ship had broken loose and it was like rolling. Yeah, yeah, and they're running away from it rather than just like step to casually side. to yeah, either side because right, it right. wasn't very wide. No, 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 and that that was something that uh, it's funny. So there's a there's a YouTube show called uh, Cinema Sins. Um, it's a oh, lot of, yeah, I'm, I'm aware. Super and interesting. a good one. And when, whenever that kind of running away from something is done in a movie, like where it would just be better to just run to the side, they always refer to it as, uh, oh, I see so-and-so has gone to the Prometheus school of running away from things. <laughs> <laughs> because that was so, like, even watching it, like, I had not, this was well before CinemaSins or anything like that. Like, I watched Prometheus shortly after it came out because I'm like, yeah, alien movie. And, oh, God, I was so disappointed. But even watching them, I'm like, Go to the side. What right. the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's just, it's just bad. They're so bad. But yeah, I so I think I don't know. I think it would just be like it would be cool if they found a complex skull, regardless if it was human shaped or not. But I think it would be cooler if they found something that was relatively human shaped, because then we get more of that ancient aliens guy. No, for fuck's sake. He's no. got that ridiculous name I can't pronounce. I it, love yeah. that guy. No. He is so fucking ridiculous. I, uh, God, no. Yeah. We don't need more of him. Like, oh, he, he, we, ugh. we definitely do. We I get some more of those fucking aliens memes. <laughs> oh, man. I fucking love it. Like, oh, God damn it. If they found a humanoid of any sort on Mars, like, oh, dude, that show would fucking explode. Oh, yeah. Like, it would be History Channel's only thing. Like, we're talking about a, a television channel that, when I was younger, was dedicated to actual history. Like, you could pop that on if you wanted a good history documentary about World War II or or, or ancient Greeks or yeah. something like that. And now it's just like, you know, like, here's this old house, ghosts, aliens. And it's fucking ridiculous. And yeah. they don't need to take over more of that channel. Hey, you they have the whole shut thing. your whore mouth. I will continue to watch those shows. Uh, I'm sure you will. Actually, you know what? I don't even really watch them. 
Yeah. I, I think that guy's fucking hilarious though. Like I love the memes and he yeah, so, he, he's so funny some, because he's a he's a he's a character. Yeah. Really. So he's, some of the ancient alien stuff I think is uh pretty interesting. Like there's some like weird connections that they found and stuff that I think is pretty cool. Um it's not necessarily something that I totally buy into uh or, or anything like that, but some of the stuff is at least kind of interesting. Some of it's like fucking ridiculous. Um but those all of those shows are like the type of sci-fi shows that are that they're like they're the like the sci-fi equivalent of like ghost hunters. Mhm. Where it's like did they discover aliens? It's like fucking no, they didn't. No, you know no, they, they didn't. Never do. They, they never didn't. Do. They didn't fucking discover anything. The and show would end. Yeah, like you wouldn't like the show would just be over, like like it's, those Bigfoot shows. Like oh my god, they found Bigfoot. Like, I mean, I guess they could continue the show. Like where else can we find Bigfoot? And the thing is going to be is like nobody's going to be nobody's going to give a shit because you already found it. They're going to be like, I don't fucking care. Well, that's the wrong kind of spinoff. Then it's not where where can we find the next Bigfoot. It's Bigfoot in the city. <laughs> Bigfoot takes Hollywood. Now we're getting into sitcoms. Yeah. Um, no, I, finding any any evidence of complex life on, on Mars or any other planet for that matter would be absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I would, I would, oh, God, I'd be so happy. I'd be giddy. Like, like, like a little schoolgirl. Like yeah, I would squee. I, I'd be, oh man, I'd be super into it. Um, but I'm like, I'm always like, I'm kind of excited when stuff uh, like that happens. Like, you know, we, we get another, you know, rover somewhere or we get another satellite somewhere where we haven't been before. Like, I was psyched when we got one out by Pluto. Yeah. And it doesn't get enough attention. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Because I want sci-fi stuff, man. Like, I want aliens, and we can't get aliens if we're not fucking looking for aliens. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, we're still in contact with Voyager 1. It does, a little bit. But, you know, there's like, there's no, like, good news bouncing off of that fucking thing. Not yet, but give it time. I mean, that thing flew way outside the bounds of our solar system. Yeah. Like, it wasn't supposed to. Well, I mean, I think, actually, maybe it was supposed to, but it was supposed to, like, shut down, and it just didn't. So, you know, it's still, as far as, last, as far as I'm aware, it's still like, you know, talking to us. Yeah. So, it's been a long time awesome. since I've even tried like looking up anything about that. Yeah. To see if like, it's like they're, it's, maybe it's been out of commission for like 10 years. <laughs> like, I mean, it's possible. Like, that's like their forgotten child at NASA. Like, you know, and that's going to be what's going to happen. They'll be like focused on the ro- rovers on Mars and, and the satellites that they're going to send to orbit around like Europa. Um, which I was hearing something about. They're supposed to be sending a satellite sometime in the near future to, uh, basically, it's not going to orbit Europa. Um, I think it was Europa, one of the one of the moons of uh, Saturn, I want to say, or Jupiter, maybe. Um, <clears throat> but what it's actually going to do is, because there's like a super high level of like radiation or something that comes off the planet or the moon, um, it's going to like go around the planet and every time it passes the moon it's going to record some stuff and send it back and then it'll pass it again and eventually doing that it'll get like a like a 360 degree fucking recording of the moon um but you know so that should be that'll be interesting too but they, what's going to happen is they're going to be focused on all this stuff and then suddenly voyager's going to like kick back images of like this giant fucking starship <laughs> it's just like flowing through, flying through deep space. People are going, oh shit. 
And they're going to switch back to Voyager, and it's just going to be like fucking, it's past alien worlds where there's fucking ships going off left and right. Like, how the fuck did we miss all this? Dude, I like, I like to think that it's it's connected to like some old, like really old, like giant, like fucking computer with like a tiny little green screen and like a little fucking buzzer is on it. And like whenever it sends a signal back, that fucking buzzer just like meh, meh, meh. And then it's got it's like it's so old now that no one even remembers what that thing is for. And so like they're doing all this other shit and they're sending probes to other planets and they're like doing all this cool shit with satellites and getting stuff in orbit. And it's like someone like some new guy is like, Man, what's that noise? And then like some guy who's been there a little bit longer is like, Yeah, dude, there's that fucking computer back there is beeping at us again. I don't no one knows what that thing is for, but it's been here forever. And it just beeps every couple of months, and we don't know what it does. Meanwhile, it's like sending back, like, fucking SOS shit's on its way. It's going to be there. <laughs> you need to prepare now. Uh, turn into Star Trek, the motion picture. Get V'ger. Dude, it's been so long since I've seen any of those Star Trek things. I don't remember any of it. Dude, the first one was so goddamn boring. But basically what happens is, essentially in the movie, what happens is Voyager... Um, is traveling through space and it like actually comes into contact with like other uh like other stuff or whatever and eventually it collects things and things get like attached to it whatever and eventually it like starts to learn um so much that it kind of becomes sentient like ultron yeah sort of um but like no but like at this point in the future like voyager's been gone for so like nobody fucking not even starfleet even remembers that voyager was even a fucking thing and so, like, it comes it comes back uh, to Earth, and it's called V'ger, because like part it's got of the, a speech impediment. No, well, part of the part of the actual word Voyager was lost, so it's just V'ger, huh. and you know, then like they have to stop it from I think destroying the Earth or whatever. So they actually find the center of this what has turned into a giant like fucking planet sized sphere. And uh, they find out, like, they find out that it's actually the original satellite Voyager. And, uh, yeah, they have to, like, shut it down or whatever. They did a, they did an episode of Futurama that they kind of parodied it a little bit. I think it was Futurama. Like, it was, like, the V-chip thing that was, like, just, yeah, it was destroying planets because it was censoring planets by destroying them oh, if it found gotcha. them to be. So that was kind of a play off of the first uh, Star Trek movie. Oh, okay. You know, so this is a good... Uh good segue into the next thing of, you know, sci-fi and in media, you know, it's a pretty wide, um, like pool of things to pull from. Like sci-fi is kind of a big one. Oh yeah. So what, all right. What do you think are some of the best versions of sci-fi that you can find? And like, if, uh, any medium, like I don't care if it's like if it's a TV show or movie or video game or even a book, if you know how to read. Uh, you I know. mean, I do, but thanks for checking. <laughs> I guess, Dick. I have to give shit to my siblings a lot because I'm pretty sure two of them can't read. I bet I could guess which two. Ooh, that's fun. That's fun. You should try. <laughs> uh, Jeremy and Melissa, or no, yeah. sorry, Jesse and Melissa. Oh, so close. Jeremy, was yeah. it? Was I right the first yeah. time? Oh man, I'm. I would have. I would have said Jesse. No, well, dude, a lot of video games, and you had to read most of those. That's true, but in fairness, Jeremy plays a lot of video games too. Not really anymore. He's more of like a fighting guy. Ugh. 
and like yeah. fighting games and racing games. Yeah, you don't have to read anything on those. No. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so leaning on uh, on sci-fi, what's your go-to? Like, what do you think is like tippy top? Oh shit, I don't know. Like, are we talking about the specific medium, or are we talking about like specific like examples within the mediums? Examples within the mediums. Like, what okay. do you think are some of the best? Like best ways that you can get into sci-fi. Oh well, um, some of my earliest forays into sci-fi and still my favorites are uh, like the Alien movies. We were just talking about that mm-hmm. a little bit, uh, specifically like the first one and the second one because I really do like Aliens. Um, you know, the first one was great when it came to like tense, um, you know, horror, like you know, uh, stressful kind of horror situations. Um, the second one was great in the sense of you still had a lot of that tension in a lot of aspects and a lot of places, but there was, it, it, it can be a little more engaging because there's some more action to it. Mm -hmm. Um, so those are some of my all time favorites. I love the alien movies. I will watch alien three. God damn it. It's boring, but I will watch it. Um, it's got some pretty brutal death scenes and whatnot. So that's kind of cool. Um, it's got a really great cast, a lot of really good actors in that movie. In three? Yeah, absolutely. It's been long um, enough I don't really remember. There's some there's some really good ones in there. Um so yeah, definitely the alien movies are are tippy top of the list. Um the uh original Predator movies were a lot of fun. I like those. Um okay. the first one was really the first one I really liked. The second one's pretty good too, Danny Glover. Um, and, uh, predator in the city. Yep. Predator in the city. That was interesting. That was cool. Um, but I mean, there's just, there's so many, I mean, you know, comic books are just almost always sci-fi anyway. Um, the teenage mutant Ninja turtles were, were always a favorite of mine when I was a kid. Um, I liked the cartoon. I liked the movies. I know the comics are way more brutal. Than the than they were portrayed on television and in movies, but I always did like the like the uh, tel- TV show and the movies. Um, Dude, I'm actually following a Ninja Turtles comic series right now. Hmm, nice. Um, oh, one of my all time favorites. Sorry, not to not to cut you off from that, but I no, just popped into my head here. One of my all time favorites remains to be will always be. I like the original black and white. I like some of the new ones. Um, I Godzilla. know where this is going. Mm-hmm. Godzilla. One hundred percent. That's fucking incredible. What a great concept to help take this country that is just recently like because the first Godzilla movie, Gojira, came out in nineteen fifty four. Nine years. It has only been nine years since America did its you know shitty, worthy imperialist country in this fucking world. Now jack off and bomb the entire fucking country, basically. Right. Irradiate huge masses of this island. That even now, certain, you know, there are a lot of parts of it that you can't even fucking step foot in or you'll melt. Um, And and so and that's what that's what Godzilla was. It was a way for Japan to kind of help rebuild itself in the sense of like giving people something to to attach to something to kind of entertain them, something to, you know, distract, I guess. In a sense, and yeah. very just, very clear lines of you know anti atomic or nuclear oh, yeah, energy, exactly, and just so so well done. Even that first one, like it's so cheesy, and it's obviously a dude in a costume smashing a toy, 
but it's so much fun to watch and it's so well done. I mean, you got to think about it. This was 1954. America didn't have great fucking anything then either when it came to movies and TV. Oh, you no. Know, this was just the technology of the time. Yeah, that's what you do. You put, exactly. a, you put a guy in a rubber suit mm-hmm. and you let him go to town. Exactly. And it was just, it's so much fun. And they, they've, they fucking nailed it. Like, there are some ones that are just fucking outlandishly ridiculous. Um, 100%. Like the one where, where, uh, Godzilla is like facing all these different monsters who are being controlled by an alien race that suspiciously suspiciously looks exactly like humans for some reason. Um, and like what was great about what was fun about that one, uh, I think that was All Out War. I don't remember which one it was, but what was great about that one is they had Godzilla face Zilla. Now in this movie, this and mind you, this one was a, a Japanese Godzilla movie. Um, Zilla was the Godzilla from the 1990s Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie. Huh. And Godzilla just fucking obliterated it, which was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, because fuck that movie. It's a terrible movie. Fuck it, it it's stupid ass. Terrible movie. Um, so, yeah, Godzilla's just, like, I, I, you know, as soon as they announced Shin Godzilla, the, the newest uh, Japanese edition, um, you know, it's kind of a reboot of sorts. Yeah. I was fucking there. And it was so well done. So good. Yeah, I I do. I also have a a very soft spot for the Godzilla movies. Um, I am still, I'm torn on the new one that's coming out. Um, I'm still gonna watch it because I got to. Mm-hmm. But I'm like I see like I think I see what's coming with it. Um, at least I hope so. And man, I really hope that they don't fall into the pitfalls of the old. Godzilla versus King Kong. Because it's just ugh, it's just bad. Elaborate. Well, okay, so I have some issues with with this in particular. One of my things is like, dude, you know, you know me. I don't like plot holes when they're giant plot holes. Right. Um one of the things that I I fucking I I also really dislike is I dislike when people try to explain around things when they don't need to. Um, like in the, in the monster verse of the, in which both Godzilla and King Kong exist, King Kong is substantially smaller. Mm -hmm. Um, and even though the Godzilla of today is much bigger than the Godzilla was back then, even back then Godzilla was much bigger than, than Kong and they had to size Kong up to do the fight. That's what they're doing for this one too. And one of the things that like they've been talking about is like, well, if you go back and watch Skull Island, he's not actually a fully grown. He's still an adolescent, blah, blah, blah. But there's parts in that movie where they show his parents, presumably, they're dead, they're just skeletons, mm-hmm. and he's the same size. And like they've been open about like, well, we had to scale him up. And like their saying is like, well, he just grew. Like that's it. Between then and now he just grew um even though that would make him like three times as big as any of the others in his species for no reason um and like it it bothers me that they're trying to talk their way around it and in doing so they're creating plot holes Mm -hmm. like they could just say like they could just not acknowledge it just like not talk about it they just bring king kong in and that's it and then in interviews and stuff, when if someone asks about it, they just say like, "Well, here's the thing: Godzilla is 400 foot tall. Um, King Kong was 200 foot tall to make this 
even a fight, we had to make him also 400 foot tall. Right. That's the end of it. And no one's going to care. None of the fans in either series are going to care. No one is going to be up in arms over it. But instead, like, they have to do this stupid kind of, like, winding thing. Like, well, if you look at the film, he's still growing, even though he's definitely already an adult. And he's the same size as the other adults that you've already established in this fucking universe. Like, they could have just skipped over it. Not a problem. Instead, they created a plot hole. Um, But also, like, so I'm of the mind that there's really no fight here. Godzilla kills King Kong 100 out of 100 fights. Right. Um, Because, like, he's got virtually, like, just even look at the history of King Kong. King Kong gets killed by bullets. Yeah. Um, Godzilla does not. (laughs) (laughs) It it took, like, like, it took special weapons. Like, they had to invent weapons specifically to kill Godzilla. Yeah. And even then, they only worked, like... 10% 10% of the fucking time. Yeah, it's they're just different levels of power. Like, it's just... it's, And then, like, when you, like, mix in, like, he's just a, a, a monkey that's not terribly tough, just a very big one. I'm Like, he would, also, he would obviously have a lot of strength. But when you mix that in with something who's got nigh-impenetrable armor and can breathe atomic fire, <laughs> it <laughs> loses. Like, that's just it. Like, there's no way that Kong wins. And even so far in the movie, like if you've watched the trailers, they had to bring, they had to give him, like they didn't, they sized him up by 200 feet. Right. And then they also, they gave him a magic axe. That really? Is, yeah. That's apparently made from one of Godzilla's scales. Why would that do anything though? And so in the trailers, it shows him deflecting and absorbing Godzilla's atomic breath. Oh, fuck that. Right. Isn't that retarded? Like, they have, to, they have to power him up and give him all these special gadgets and, and shit like that to even make it a fight. But what they're setting up is, like, the Godzilla of the, the current multiverse is not a villain. He has been no, far yeah. and away the hero of the movies. Yeah. Um, And then, Go- and then King Kong is also the hero of the Kong movies. Mm-hmm. And so... Why, like, so if they have them fight, um, like, in the old uh, black and whites, like, Godzilla is, is hit and miss at best. <laughs> like, sometimes he's the villain and sometimes he's the hero. Right. Kong was the villain, mm-hmm. period. Um, well, misunderstood. Yeah. Okay. If you look at the original, because, like, he wasn't, he wasn't a hero or a villain. He was just an ape he was just a big ass gorilla trying to live his big ass gorilla life and like people fucking kidnapped him and brought him to a strange place and he reacted the way any ape would okay so th- so that's fair that's that's fair neutral but, really yeah so they they had him fight and then it's split between people who think that Godzilla won and people who, or people who think that King Kong won and people who think that they just split because you know stupid shit but so in the new one what you have is you have two heroes fighting each other and they've done this in other movies and so the wrong way to do this is have kong assert dominance um because i don't know for some reason people think he's like more patriotic um which is ridiculous yeah um mm. but so there's also been a lot of other uh, like 
stuff like people have picked out of the trailers and also like stuff that they've done before in this kind of sense kind of like batman versus superman you have two villains you know they're going to fight but you can't have one of them soundly crush the other one because that like it dethrones them basically right um and i think you mean heroes you said villains there well i was thinking of batman and superman and they're basically villains yeah kind of but i mean they're yeah but so in this, so they, here's what I think they're going to do because they have they have acknowledged now that there's other stuff going on. What I think, um, based on the trailers that I've seen, because there is some shit where it looks like Godzilla's fucking some stuff up, mm-hmm. um, and that they're bringing in Kong to defeat Godzilla because Godzilla is the bad guy. What I think is going on is that it's actually Mecha Godzilla causing a bunch of fucking problems. And people think it's the real Godzilla. And so King Kong shows up, mistaken identity. They fight a few times. No clear winner. They're probably going to fight twice. Kong wins once. Godzilla wins once. And then the real villain is, like, acknowledged. And then they team up to fight the real villain. I could see it. Yeah. I I could definitely see that. Now, I don't know. They're taking a lot of liberties with this with this new universe. Now, I understand that these are the American movies. These aren't like the actual originals. Like this isn't. Well, I think King Kong was originally an American thing. Yeah, that's uh, why he won. Yeah, but Godzilla was not. Godzilla was, of course, originally Japanese. Japanese, and that's why you know you can have like Godzilla and Godzilla King of the Monsters and Godzilla versus Kong while the Japanese are doing. Hey, check this out. Godzilla has a new origin story, Shin Godzilla. Yeah. And it's like it's I don't know if you've seen it. I have, yeah. Um, but in my opinion, far and away better than the newer Godzilla movies on the American side. See, I disagree. I like the newer ones. I don't hate them. I'm not saying I, I don't like them. They're definitely better than the Matthew Broderick movie. Um yeah, that one and, was and they're good. Bad. Um, but I, I still I don't know. I still I like the I like Shin Godzilla better. Um but, yeah, I just, because here's the thing, like you were saying about Kong, he's literally just a really big gorilla. Yeah. Like, there, aside from his size, there is nothing special about him. Nothing. No. And people might, well, he's super intelligent. Well, gorillas are super fucking intelligent. They're higher primates. Well, maybe not. I don't know if they'd be considered higher, primate, higher primates, but they're primates. Primates are an intelligent group. Like, that's, that's just a characteristic of primates. So, yeah, I mean, he's intelligent, but that's not special for a gorilla. That's just being a gorilla. So. Well, and they also, they did have to power him up in the original also, if you remember. I fucking way don't. It's been so long. Yeah, it, so that's, it was also something else that they did, where in the original, he gets, like, struck, he, he gets defeated, mm-hmm. and then he gets struck by magic lightning, that revives him and then gives him the powers of lightning and also an invulnerability to the atomic breath. The the gamma ray burst that yeah. Godzilla can just at will fucking blast. Yeah. And if he gets super angry, can turn it red and make it like a thousand times more powerful. Yeah. Because that's how gamma rays work. Apparently you just get... Uh, fucking. Are you sure Mothra wasn't involved somehow? I feel like Mothra might have been involved. Fucking bug. No, I don't think so. And for all you Mothra fans, go fuck yourselves. He's, it's a bug. It's a bug with dust and, and I don't know. It's got healing dust and lightning abilities. It's a bug. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely going to watch the movie. Yeah, yeah, but, I'll watch it. Man, I hope that, like, they don't... 
man, I hope they don't make it too bad. But, I mean. I think you might be right, though. And I'm going to be sitting there watching it and being like, yep, Danny called it. Yep, Danny called it. Yep, Danny called it. That's definitely going to be it. Fucking predictable. Well, and I think, so there's like, I, I think that you could see, like, people, I've looked and other people have looked. And I think if you watch the trailer, you can see, like, schematics for Mechagodzilla. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I was just reading recently, and there was like a reporter like on the set, and they reported seeing a set piece that was the head of King Ghidorah, okay, um, all wired up and stuff. So I think that they're using the head of King Ghidorah as a base for this new mech, and whether it's going to be Mecha Godzilla or Mecha Ghidorah, um, ooh, Mecha Ghidorah, yeah. It's, that would make more sense because Mecha Godzilla was built to be a hero. Well, originally in the in the originals, Mecha Godzilla was from space. There were okay, so there were a couple different because there was Space Godzilla, but there were I think there were a couple different because there are some of the originals where humans built Mecha Godzilla specifically well, to fight Godzilla. There's one, so I used to watch Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla a lot, but it's been a long time since I've seen it now, and I seem to remember that. There's a point in the movie where there's these aliens that are running him. Maybe, dude. That maybe it, that dude, was it's the, been so long. So yeah, maybe that was the one that I was thinking of before, where Godzilla just fights like all of his old enemies. Well, in that one, the the only monsters that he fights is there's the like the weird like turtle monster that's like on all fours. Okay. That he fights right in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then I don't think he fights another monster until Mechagodzilla. But um, King, what's his name? There's a like a dog thing oh i don't yeah okay. uh, king something uh, yeah pops out and helps him mm-hmm. fight mecha godzilla ah oh, man it's been so long you might i don't know you might be right but i do know like i do know that some of the originals mecha godzilla was built by i'm pretty sure built by humans to fight Godzilla. i don't know they changed that shit so much in the like one movie It'd be this, and then the next movie, like, completely retconned the previous movie, <laughs> and then got retconned by the next one. Yeah, so, some of, like, they don't really go, <laughs> like, they don't really follow. They don't. But something I actually had to point out for the old movie, so this is something, like, me and my, my brothers have disagreed with, um, and I don't get why, because they watched the same old movies that I did, is that, first and foremost, the Godzilla movies are like a drama, yeah, I mean, for there, the most part. There are action sequences in it, and there are fights in it, but if, like, if you go back and watch most of those movies, there's a lot more of just people talking. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a drama movie. So then they do these remakes, and like the first Godzilla, you don't even really get to see Godzilla very much throughout the movie. You get to see him more in King of the Monsters. Yep. Um, but still, not like a lot. It's not constant. Like, this isn't like Pacific Rim. Right. And uh, one, I think, I think it's been a while now since we were talking about it. I think it was one of my brothers I was talking to that he was like upset because there wasn't like more fights and this and that. And I was like, dude, that's a Godzilla movie. Like, it, there shouldn't be too many fights. It shouldn't be too action packed. It's supposed to be a fucking more to it than just two monsters fighting. Right. But all of them are, fuck, man, they're good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love a good fucking Godzilla movie. <clears throat> Trying to, yeah, I don't know, man. Fucking on on a more. They're taking a lot of liberties with these new ones, and as they do. And here's the thing, like, not to keep not to keep beating a dead horse, but um, 
Godzilla King of the Monsters, like, established Godzilla is the king. Like, he's the fucking monster right, of he's monsters. he's the alpha. Where the fuck does Kong get off? Because, goddammit, Kong is a kaiju. Mm-hmm. Like, he's an, he, granted, it's an American invention, but he's a fucking kaiju, okay? He's a 200-foot-tall, in this new movie, 400-foot-tall yeah, gorilla. monster. Exactly. He's a kaiju. Where the fuck does he get off coming after the king? That fucking ape can just go fuck himself. Right afterwards. After the big fight. Right. Dude, I don't care how big of a fan of King Kong you are. He would have gotten held down and just fucking hate-raped by King Ghidorah. <laughs> like, it wouldn't have even been remotely a fight like that thing would have used him as his private fucking fleshlight and just tossed him in a fucking corner <laughs> two two heads holding down his arms the third one talking shit to his face like yeah you're my bitch now ape yeah boy oh yeah no Ghidorah would have just fucking i mean most of those fucking monsters most of those other kaiju would have just fucking he wouldn't have stood a chance against i mean maybe the fucking mutos Maybe, but even Maybe. some of those were pretty rough. Yeah, like he, he, they were a threat to Godzilla. Dude, did you think that the Mutos from the first one looked like the the fucking bugs from Starship Troopers? One hundred percent. I yes, couldn't get over they it. Way did but, just uh, huge. Yeah, just not, uh, bigger versions of them. Which again, sticking with the sci-fi, I did want to bring up Starship Troopers. Love that first movie. Yeah, it is it's so cheesy and campy, and I love it. And it's awful. great. It's really gory, though. It like, is. Yeah, I do. I like that movie. I actually watched that fairly recently um, because that that is a good one. It's one of those dude. You get you just gotta like you just gotta sit down and enjoy the ham. Oh like, yeah, one hundred percent. It's just it's so much fun to watch. So on a little bit more of a divisive note, how do you feel about Star Wars? Hmm. Well. And that's, that one kind of goes across all mediums. Like, there's books, there's TV yep. shows, there's movies, there's video games. I've played some of the games. Those Some of those have been fun. Uh, I've never read any of the books. Um, I haven't either. I've watched some of the TV shows. Uh, you know, I, I, was, I, I really liked the animated series Clone Wars. It was really good. I've heard good things, but um, I haven't actually watched. I've seen, I, I've seen, like, the three or four episodes that had Darth Maul in it. And, like, mm. that was it. Okay. Yeah, I mean the whole the, like the whole series was really good, which is weird because it spawned from an animated movie by the same name, which was hot garbage, just fucking terrible. But weirdly, it spawned like a super good series um, that's a lot of fun to watch. And it this the the animated series the that one and the others since then um, are starting to bleed over into the live action, mm-hmm. um, specifically with the Mandalorian. Uh, they brought in Ahsoka Tano, who was Anakin's Padawan, right. Um, which is just phenomenal because she was always she was always a kind of a fan favorite character and she was a good character, um, and uh, they did a good job with the casting for her. I think uh, Rosario Dawson, um, solid actress. Yeah, and, ju- and actually really really fitting for the role as well. So um, I I do like a lot of the Star Wars stuff. I like the original movies. Um, I don't hate the prequels. You know, episodes one through three. Were they great? No. But, I mean, they, were, they weren't they were terrible. You know, um, you know, Hayden Christensen was. He yeah, was fucking he really, awful. He really was. Oh, God, he was bad. Some For some reason, though, the kid that played Anakin in Phantom Menace seems to get way more hate than Hayden Christensen did. Which is weird, because, like, for one, he's a kid, and for another, he did way better than Hayden Christensen did. Right. I think especially for, like, a little kid... I yeah. think he did admirably. Like, I, I thought, thought he, he did well. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I I I liked you know I liked the 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 prequels well enough. I fucking hate the sequels. Um, those movies are all just fucking terrible. And the problem with those, a big problem with those anyway, especially the uh, the first two, is all they are is just like a rehash of the original movies with some slight tweaks. Yeah, and that like they literally, <laughs> they literally had like they didn't even try to fucking hide it. Like they didn't. They didn't try to hide it at all. They had your protagonist who is found on a desert planet by random chance by a fucking droid and then just kind of gets drug into this whole struggle between good and evil and their ultimate goal in the first one is to destroy this giant planet-destroying fucking uh, machine. But in this one, it's just scaled up and now it can destroy multiple planets in one shot instead of just yep. one. And yep. it's so... Fucking yeah. stupid. Oh, and you can't you can't forget. You also find out that they are a Jedi, or they're force sensitive, so that they can train to become a Jedi. Yep. They have a tie to the uh, current dark Jedi. Yep. Who has a Sith master? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, so I'm actually so I'm I go further than that. I think if you have to look at at, at all as a whole, I think Star Wars is absolute hot garbage <laughs> and then there's just some gems mm-hmm. that come out i think the original three movies are just okay mm-hmm. um because like there's a lot that just doesn't make any goddamn sense in those movies right um i don't think they're horrible i, I think they're just okay um and then i think the the prequel movies they have some cool fight scenes mm-hmm. but also are so goddamn stupid and full of the most ridiculous plot holes that I cannot stomach them. And then you have the sequels that were somehow offensively bad. Right. Like it they're like they're so bad that it's one of those things where y- you almost like have to imagine they tried to make it bad. Oh yeah, well and the thing was is I I've actually talked with a, another one of my friends about this. Um, and he's looked into it a little more than I have, but apparently when they made that, that sequel trilogy, um, they went into it planning to do a trilogy, but with no plan on how it was going to happen, like how, what they were going to do. So they just, apparently they just decided, well, let's, I mean, we just bought this property. Fuck it. And we need to make, we're Disney. So we need to make as much money as we possibly can by fucking anybody and everybody over. So let's just fucking, I don't know, pump it out, whatever you, whatever you want. And it's so fucking stupid yeah like so bad bad. now i'm willing like like i said i think that in with the star wars the entire um all medium franchise there are gems like i've heard good things about the like the tv show uh clone wars was it yep clone Um, wars was really good um and the little bit that i saw of it i thought was pretty well done um i i I like the mandalorian a lot it's really good um and there are some not a lot, but a couple of like the video games that mm-hmm. I think are really good, particularly like the like the older ones, like Knights of the Old Republic, which is like its own self-contained story, right. and makes like a lot more sense. Um, and even like that new one that came out, um, Fallen Order. Fallen Order, yeah, I that thought was, was really good. That was really good. Um, uh, but when like when you look at it as a whole, like. Man, that whole fucking franchise is so goddamn overrated 
Oh yeah. And awful. And like there's cause it bothers me, like I said, like, dude, plot holes fucking kill it for me. Especially giant ones. Yeah. And then like leaps in character where it's just like, man, it's dumb. Like in the prequels, like you have someone going from like talking about like how in love they are and like wanting to do this, wanting to do that, to like just like murdering a bunch of kids. Right. <laughs> yeah, the 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 arc for Anakin was fucking weird. It at was that point. fucking retarded is like, what it was. And it was the guy is basically just like do it. And the guy's like, okay. And yeah. like, that was it. Right. Like he's like goes and starts murking a bunch of children, bunch of toddlers. <laughs> yeah. And the thing with that, like I didn't, I didn't like his motivating factor for what he did. Like I didn't hate it as far as like a reason to maybe like, you know, he's being, he's getting this, 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 this poison spoken to him by, uh, by a person of authority who he's looked up to and respected his entire life. From the time he got to, you know, he he got to know the Jedi and the Chancellor and everything like that. So, of course, he's going to be like, oh, maybe there is something the Jedi aren't telling me about here. You know, maybe there is something to this and maybe this guy has a point. So I get that. And I get that he's afraid to lose his wife and he doesn't want her to die. Uh, But one thing he never does is actually look for any kind of advice. He Like, they show him talking to Yoda once about having premonitions. And Yoda tells him, like... Dude, you got to be careful about this shit. You know, be careful about sense in the future. Okay. And, like, he just doesn't fucking heed that, like, at all. He doesn't, like, start thinking, like, well, you know, maybe maybe I need to just kind of see what happens because maybe something I do will cause this. To, you know, he doesn't fucking, and nobody elaborates on it either. Yoda what? doesn't bother to be like, well, and what I mean by that is you're seeing something happening. But that could be something that happens because of a stupid fucking thing that you do. So just be careful. Well, and also, like, there are all kinds of steps you can take there. Where he's like, well, I'm worried that my girlfriend might die in childbirth. Um, So, well, this creepy old guy that's definitely trying to touch my dick wants me to kill a bunch <laughs> of kids. And he says that that'll help. So I'll do that. <laughs> in, this, in this super, like, super, like, high-tech time frame not once not one time to see like well maybe i'll talk to like a doctor right to see if like maybe there's something that we can do to stem the tide of a high risk pregnancy right and so he's like nope i'm gonna kill those kids yeah and at no point at no point here did he think well i love her i'm getting these flashes if i say anything to the jedi about what's actually going on they're totally gonna kick me out but i actually don't like being a jedi because he clearly didn't. He clearly fucking hated it. Right. And so, like, at no point was he just like, you know what? Fuck it. Why am I even doing that? You know, I'm just going to go get, like, a normal job. I'm, you know, we'll, we'll, I'm going to take Padme. We'll move back to fucking Naboo. And, and I'll just get, like, a job there. And, and you know, we'll see what happens. Right. Like, and... So, as far as his motivating factor for... You know, thinking the creepy old dude who wants to touch his penis is has some, you know, has some, has some, something that might actually be of worth. I get that. That's fine. But like, you're gonna go from, well, he might know what he's talking about. To I'm gonna chop the hand off this fucking master who's then gonna get blown out of a fucking window, and then this dude's gonna tell me to just go murder a bunch of kids, and I'm gonna be like, fuck yeah, dude, let's do it. I don't see Anakin, especially with how angry he would get when Jedi would get killed. Um, I just, and if you watch the Clone Wars series too, this actually helps you kind of, this act it actually helps you kind of like realize like that is way not something Anakin would do. 
Like, he absolutely wouldn't just go off half-cocked and fucking murder a bunch of kids. Like, he was... Like, even in the series, they show, like, he's getting fed up with the Order. And he's looking at them in a different way. But at no point in the series or in the movies did they ever suggest that he would just decide, well, the proper step here is to just kill these kids. Like, that that's not something yeah. that he as a character would do until that point. Well, and like you said, like, you know, there's that thread of like, well, I can't go to the Jedi with this because I'm not allowed to take a wife or have relationships. Um, it's not the mafia. You can just stop. Right. Like, you can just like, hey, so this is what's up. Decided to uh, take a wife. Already knocked her up. Not going to do the Jedi thing anymore. Right. So, good luck. Try not to get anything chopped off, and I'll see you later. And, like, yeah. that's it. And they're just like, bye. Yeah, and then you could, I mean, at that point, they're the Jedi. They're not, like, super shitty people. Yeah, um, they're not going to, like, fucking chase him down. Right. Well, and not only that, but then you could be like, all right, so I'm not a Jedi anymore, but uh, hey, Yoda. So I've been seeing this shit about her happening. What can you tell me? Like, can you help me out here? What's going on? And you know what's going to happen is Yoda's going to be like, yep, let's let's see what we can do. Like, let's let's try and... Because even if you, like, if you subtract all the other Jedi, and you don't have to for this, but even if you did, pretty much all the other Jedi, Yoda by himself has such a respect for life. That, yeah. you know, he's not going to just be like, nope, tough shit. You're not a Jedi. She, if she dies, she dies. I don't give a shit. Like, you, no, he's not going to do that. He's he's going to, you know, he's going to at least try to give you some advice or fucking something. Right. Well, and I don't think he would even have to say anything. Like, if you wanted to get advice, I'm sure he could. Um, there's all kinds of them. I'm, because, like, I mean, if you dive into, like, the lore of it and, like, in the other media, they really expand more than the movies. But, like, there's all kinds of different types of Jedi. You know, mm-hmm. there's, like, the warrior types and then there's kind of, like, the sage types. Um, like, okay, maybe don't go to Mace Windu with your fucking marital problems, <laughs> right. but a bunch of the other ones already established as the kind of people that you'd go to for advice. Like, maybe ask them, bring right. it up, like, here's what happened. But, like, also, like, in the stuff, like, there's, there's stuff in the other media, like, where they talk about, like, Jedi just kind of going. Like, yeah, dude, I haven't heard from that one in years. I don't know if they're still alive or not. Like, right. they just went off to do something, and they're, like, it, they don't have a time clock. You're just right. like, hey, Padme, this is what's up. I don't think we should stay here. Let's just pick a planet and fucking go. Like, you're, like, a queen, right? So you're probably set up. I think we can afford a hovel somewhere. Right. Let's just go. We'll hang out. We'll take care of this fucking pregnancy. We're not going to deal with the Seth or Jedi thing anymore. We're just going to handle ourselves, and it's going to be great. We'll just have our own little family. Right. Actually, um, you know, they, they do talk about that in the other, in, in like the series at one point, um, they, they end up, Obi-Wan ends up on Mandalore, uh, to help the, the leader of Mandalore, Satine, I forget her full name, Um, but yeah. Okay. So, uh, she, you find out in the series that, um, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan were sent to Mandalore when Obi-Wan was still a Padawan to help with some problems there. And he fell in love with Satine at that time. And you find out in, in these episodes where he's back on Mandalore talking to her, that if she had just said, Hey, I don't want you to be a Jedi anymore. I want you to stay with me. He would have fucking dropped the whole thing right then and there. He'd be like, Oh, I'm not a Jedi no more. Like I'm, I'm, I'm staying with her. 
And yeah, that's absolutely a thing you can do. Because <laughs> He's like the Jedi is cool, but that ass don't quit. <laughs> Sorry, homies. At the end, towards the end of the Clone Wars series, um, before they, I mean, they've done a, a new season, like a final season kind of thing. But before that, um, Ahsoka felt betrayed by the Order because she was framed for a crime, and the Jedi Council was absolutely not fucking like supporting her at all. Like they all just basically assumed the same as everybody else that she did it. So the council wasn't giving her any support. And then it came out that she was framed and she was able to prove that she was framed, et cetera, et cetera. So the council's like, well, you know what? You were right. We're sorry. We were wrong. Um, guess what? We're going to make you a knight now. And she's like, nah, you guys, you guys fucking fucked me over. So I'm out. And she just fucking walks out the door. Didn't even have to give her lightsabers back. Like you get to keep your fucking li- your, your your lightsaber, right? Like, come on, like why? You see, it's it's stuff like that, man. It's such a dumb fucking thing. It's like there's always like these stupid parts of Star Wars that are just so fucking bad, and it they're always the worst in the movies. Like they usually don't have as bad of issues in like the side media. But the side medias have to follow the movies, and they have to find a way to fucking make it work. But, like, did you... uh, I don't know if you ever, like, read... I was reading an article one time about how, like, people were saying... uh, Or, no, I guess it was maybe in one of the books. Like, it was an article about how they explained in one of the books why Darth Sidious was able to hide from the Jedi. And it was because when people are stressed, it makes the Force harder to read. And so because there was a war going on, the Jedi were too focused on that to be able to notice that arguably the one of the strongest Sith in history was literally standing in the exact same room as them. That is the dumbest fucking thing that I have ever heard. <laughs> ever. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, it's just nothing but plot holes in those movies. Yeah. And that's why like some of the side media is better. Like the the original Knights of the Republic game, which set like way way before all the movies and stuff, um, is way better. Like it still shows some of the arrogance of like the Jedi, and it shows the some of the pitfalls of the Sith, but like it's also more realistic. Where it's like I say realistic, it's a video game about <laughs> fucking magic space ninjas, but um. There aren't like those gaping plot holes because that's a thing that they try to actively avoid in video games because, you know, it ruins the media. Right. Um, so they're not there. And man, it's just like I don't understand how Star Wars got so big that people just put up with it. I mean, like some of the side stuff is cool. Like I really like I said, I like the Mandalorian. I heard that that um, the second because there were two um, animated TV shows. There have been multiple. But yeah, so it well, was... two big ones. And then like one got entirely retconned. Yeah, so it was um, Clone Wars was where it started, and then the one that was kind of a continuance of that was uh, Star Wars Rebels. Oh, all right. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Um, it was called. And in that one, you actually see Obi-Wan finally kill Darth Maul. Like, one, okay. like, fine, like he's fucking dead. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I've never watched Rebels, but I have looked that bit up just to see the final fight between them. Um, pretty good. Yeah, a little Short. anticlimactic. Yeah, a little bit, but it was good. Um, but yeah, it, uh, yeah, I, I don't, did it, did they retcon Rebels like entirely? Well, I don't, they retconned one of the the animated shows. Maybe Rebels is the one that they didn't retcon. Well, no, they couldn't have retconned, uh, well, no, they. they, Because there was one that they, one that they were making before Disney bought it. 
Oh, well, then, I, I mean, maybe it wasn't either one, because that's the thing. Ahsoka Tano was in both Clone Wars and Rebels. So See, they, I, couldn't have, they couldn't have entirely retconned either one if they're bringing characters over from those shows into well, the live action. I think that's what they're starting with the canon, I mm. think. Because they made a big deal about how they were completely retconning one entire thing. After Disney bought it, everything that was extended media was no longer canon. Um, and so that was like the Star Wars universe um, things, like in all the books that people were like super attached to, like everything, everything that was not Disney Star Wars was no longer canon. And that's when they made a new TV show because the old one was doing really well, but it wasn't Disney produced. Hmm. But I think you can just kind of skip all that because I think, okay, so there is another sci-fi trilogy um, that I think is better than Star Wars on literally every single level. I think its characters are better. I think the plot is better. I think the overall galaxy, like the everything that's going on in it, the world building, every single thing is better on every single level than Star Wars. And that, my friend, is the original 1, 2, and 3 of Mass Effect. Never played them. Dude, you are... Doing a giant disservice to yourself. But that can be rectified because it's getting remastered and released, I think, next month. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. And so, there, okay, so there's like four, actually. There's Mass yeah. Effect 1, 2, and 3, and mm-hmm. then there's Mass Effect Andromeda. Andromeda is a steaming pile of shit. Yeah, that that one's like the uh, that one's like uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of Crystal Skull uh, video games. Yeah. Well, part of like, okay, so there was a lot of bugs that came out with it when like when it came out and like ridiculous like facial animations, like it didn't look very good. But a lot of that's been fixed. Mm-hmm. But I think it's still not as strong as the original because it's like it's it's kind of hard to explain. It's like it's like when you know the core story of something and then you see like a side story and the side story you know just like isn't as important um because like the whole build-up of mass effect like i'm not gonna get too big into spoilers because i mean i i would generally because it's a pretty old game at this point um all three of them now are pretty old at this point um but there is a remaster coming and i i strongly suggest if you like video games if you're an rpg kind of guy you should definitely play them because they're just fantastic um, so I, I won't get to too many spoilers, but it's like the, the original trilogy kind of comes down to like really saving the entire known universe, mm-hmm. um, from this particular threat. And it's a threat that they weave in very well. Like the, the twist in the first game, um, is, is great. It's definitely the strongest of the series. Um, but like, and then in the, Meanwhile, the the idea for Andromeda is that it's based in the Andromeda galaxy. And so what happened was um, people sent a group of beings from our galaxy to Andromeda to find a way to expand um, into that galaxy. So there's, you know, there's like humans and, and like a bunch of the other alien races and stuff. Um, and the idea of that one is to try, you're trying to find, uh, you know, a a healthy planet that you can populate, you know, and expand into a second galaxy. And it's just like, when you know that like at literally at the same time, like there's 
like world ending battles and wars going on in your own galaxy it's just like this story doesn't even matter like what the fuck are you guys doing you're missing all the good stuff like fuck you just build a fucking house like no one cares so that one i don't recommend <laughs> i probably would not never gonna play that one anyway i've never heard good things um i did want to bring up you were talking about a series i did want to bring up an absolutely excellent series um Phenomenal cast, great story, a lot of fun to watch. Uh, didn't last nearly long enough. Uh, that would be Firefly. Oh yes, so Firefly. I mean, what else is there to say other than don't watch it if you never have before? <laughs> um, because the rest of your life just won't be good anymore. Right. So I, I talked that show up for so long um, after I met Lisa, and when I met Lisa, she wasn't like super into like sci-fi and like the nerdy stuff that's something that's kind of developed more over time um being with me um mostly because i've subjected her to the things i enjoy and it just wouldn't you know it turned out that she enjoyed them too big surprise everybody likes this stuff uh so i finally sat her down and we watched firefly and oh my god she loved it so much and then the last episode happens, and boy, was she pissed. Yeah. <laughs> she was mad at me. And we watched the movie, which the movie was good, too. At least they were able to do that. Yeah, at least they were able to do that. And the movie was good, but it's 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 just not the same of having, like, a few more seasons of Firefly. Yeah. You know? um, and it's such a good show. It is. It's, it's so heartbreaking when a show that you really like just, like, ends. Oh, yeah. And then it's just, like... That's it. Like, it's just gone. I actually fell into it backwards. I watched the movie, Serenity, mm -hmm. before I ever even knew what Firefly was. Yep, same here. Um, And I didn't even intentionally watch that. Like, I was at home one day, and I still had cable at this point, and I'm flipping through the channels, and I happened to land on that movie right at the beginning, and I don't know why, like, what made me keep watching it, but I was just, like, bored. I was I watched this movie. And it wasn't until quite a while later down the road where uh, we started watching Firefly. Um, and it was like, I got a little ways in before it clicked. And I was like, oh, hot damn. Like, these are still those same fucking characters. And so, like, I had to, like, look it up. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, okay. <laughs> they made a movie to finish the series. I've already seen that. I'm like, all right, well, now it's time to watch the series. Right. And god damn it. I shouldn't have. I just should have let it go. Yeah, I, I kind of did the same thing, and um, Derek and I, he's a big fan of uh, Firefly and Serenity as well, and he and I have talked about it, and we decided that what it comes down to is when it comes to a lot of t or some of his TV shows, Joss Whedon was fucking terrible with titles, yeah. and, and here's the reasoning for that. You see a movie or a TV show, and it's called Serenity. That fucking grabs your attention. You're like, man, that sounds... What's this about? Let me find out. And then you find out it's like a science fiction thing, and they're fucking space cowboys on this bitch and ship. You're like fucking all in, right? Right. You're flipping through the channels. You know, I mean, Firefly came out in the early 2000s, so we'd have been like teenagers. You're flipping through the channels as a teenager, and you scroll past a show that's called Firefly. That's not particularly attention-grabbing. It doesn't really make you like fucking... 
super want to like, oh, I better see what that's about, like Serenity would. If the show had been called Serenity, I think it would have done better. I think a lot more people, because that was part of its problem. It didn't have a very big fan base when it originally aired. So it just kind of like went by the wayside. If it had had the fan base then that it does now, I think it would have done a lot better. Well, it doesn't. It also doesn't have a look that pops. Yeah. Like, like if you if you watch it now, it like if for for our generation in particular, it looks like the daytime television adventure show. Like it looks like Hercules or right. Xena. It's just so much better. Yeah. Like it, but it, it. I mean, it looks like your average. Like I'm homesick from school, and this is what's on TV type of show. Right, but God damn it, is it so good? Oh, and it it's is. like all the performances are so good. Nathan Fillion's always good. Oh, yeah. um, Alan Tudyk is <laughs> one of my favorite people on the planet. I oh, love I him. Um, just in that that first scene in the first episode of Firefly, where you see him playing with his dinosaurs, it's just it like sets the tone for the whole show. Oh yeah, it's it's just great. And his whole his whole fucking monologue with the dinosaurs and shit, it's just it's amazing. Yeah, it's oh man, I, that was really up there for I think if you're getting into sci-fi, like a top ten list mm-hmm. of like sci-fi that you have to experience, it's definitely on that list. Oh yeah, even though it's like it's with an asterisk that it's like also like know that it's incredible, but I mean don't watch it. <laughs> It'll hurt. You're, you're gonna you're get gonna, two yeah. seasons in. <laughs> And then it's just gonna stop, and then you never get anymore. Like yeah, that's no, it. It's no. it's literally like someone giving you heroin, mm-hmm. and then not only like not only does it make you addicted to heroin, but then they also refuse to sell you any more heroin. They're like, nope, you just get to do withdrawal now. Like that's what this was. <laughs> and and it's not like withdrawal until the symptoms go away, like a heroin addict would go through. It's like withdrawal for the rest of your life. As soon as somebody mentions like, like you'll be outside in the summer watching the fireflies and you're going to you're going to think about that show and you're just going to be sad all over again. Yeah, because it's it's so amazing. And yeah, the performances like everybody did such a fantastic job. It's um, it's, it's it's just so sad that they didn't get to run until the show sucked. No, I know. Like yeah. that's what I want. Like I want to I want a show to run until it's no longer good enough for me to care that it's on. <laughs> because that's how you that's how you get a clean break. Right. And that's what happens, like, to, it, then it, like, it doesn't matter. Like, that's what happens with, like, The Office or, like, that 70s show. It's like you get to the point where it's like, man, these kind of suck. Good mm-hmm. thing this is the last fucking season. Right. And then you can just break. You think back of all the good times you had with the characters before, and life is fine. You go on about your life. But it's when they take it from you. Like, there's a, mm-hmm. there was another TV show that's, it's not sci-fi, but it's, um, it was called The Riches, and it was a show starring Eddie Izzard. Mm-hmm. Um and Mini Driver and they play uh gypsies, them and their little family. And there's a point where they like they kind of accidentally get into like a car accident with this other family and the other family like all dies. So, mm-hmm. you know, they do the plausible thing and just take those families' identities. And it's this rich family that's like or well off family that's their last name is the Riches, and hence the title of the show. And then the entire show is about them trying to fucking like like fumble their way through pretending to be these people and taking over their lives. Um, and like I said, it's, it's Eddie Izzard. Um, mini driver plays the wife and there's a couple kids. I can't remember all of them, but I know like the, the 
boy is Noel Fisher, who's one of the main cast from like Shameless, mm-hmm. the U.S. version of Shameless. Um, it's such an incredible show, and then it ends on a cliffhanger in like the second season, and it was right when that writer strike happened, mm-hmm. and so the show just got shelved indefinitely. Oh no! And so like that was it. Like it, like it wasn't even like a full season. I don't think it might have been like three quarters of a season, and then they end on like a fucking cliffhanger, and then like that's it. Like. There's your cliffhanger. That's just how the show ends now. There's nothing else. They didn't even get a movie. Hmm. That was the that was basically what happened with uh, Santa Clarita Diet. I, I really like that show. It's a it's a funny show. It was it was a lot of fun to watch. Some people don't aren't particularly big fans of Drew Barrymore or Timothy Oliphant, but I think they're great. I thought the show was fucking hilarious. I um, think they're good actors. Yeah. And the show was funny. Like, man, was it funny. I definitely recommend watching it. But it goes for three seasons. And the third season ends on a pretty big cliffhanger. And then it's just canceled. Like, just just done. And oh, it was so... Dis- like, they could have at least given it one more season to wrap up. You know? Kind of finish up the storyline that they left with the cliffhanger. And just kind of finish everything up in a season. Maybe two. And then just, you know... Let it be at that point. Like if you have, but of course that's not what happened. And so I'm so angry about that because it's such a good show. And I was looking at it after it happened. Timothy Oliphant had said, uh, that, (laughs) that, uh, he was, he, he, he was disappointed that it got canceled, but he was still going to show up every day to, uh, perform the show. And it was up to them whether or not they turned on the cameras. (laughs) So, like everybody involved, like the the actors on the show loved doing it. They had a lot of fun doing it, and and it's just it's it's a great show. It's well acted. It's fucking hilarious. Um, Nathan Fillion uh, has actually a pretty big character on there. Um, not in the first season. He comes around more in the second season as kind of a big character, and then um, he I think left the show to start the show, the rookie that he does now. Gotcha. Um, okay. But they they were able to explain it away, and they replaced him with Alan Tudyk. Uh, and they were able to explain like like you can't tell that it's not Nathan Fillion because of how they and I don't want to give it away, but how they kind of did the whole thing. So they replaced him, but you can't like obviously see that they replaced him, which is kind of cool. Gotcha. Um, and oh god, it's just you need to watch it. You you need to sit down. And subject yourself to the pain of the the end of the third season to go to watch that show. It's so good. Uh, maybe I don't know if I'm ready to be hurt again. You're a fucking glutton for punishment. Just do it. I am. I do like a good. Uh, I do like a good TV show. I'm actually like we're in between TV shows kind of right now. We're trying to like because we've been kind of working on like we have so many shows that like we watch. We like try to work our way through them, mm-hmm. and we've been trying to like we've gotten through most of them. Now, like now, we're mostly waiting for new seasons. There's a, there's a couple that we just kind of wrote off. That I got to tell you, like, and I, I don't give a shit about The Walking Dead anymore. No, yeah, no. Like, man, that show has gone. Like, that's what happened with Walking Dead. They've gone on long enough that now the show sucks, and I don't care. They can do whatever they want with it. Like, right. They can just go ahead and end it or whatever. And like, I don't give a shit. That show kind of started going downhill after like the what third season. Something like that. It's been around long enough now that I don't remember specifically, but mm. I there was a definite shift where it even it stopped having anything to do with zombies like yeah. at all. Like they're not even a problem now. Now they're just like they're like the they're, flies. They're like a and, chore. Yeah. yeah, like flies in the summertime. <laughs> yeah, it's it, like oh, it's fucking zombies again. We got to set out the trap. Right. Yeah. Or you know, just like well, 
we know how to kill them and we're super good at it. So everybody just grab a knife and start stabbing people and start, you know, stabbing zombies in the face. Yeah. yeah well, it, it turned into, it devolved into this tribe fighting with this tribe. And then next season is this tribe fighting with this tribe now. And then the next season is this tribe fighting with this tribe, but this tribe's still kind of around, which is weird. But yeah. now this tribe is teamed up with this tribe because it's for their better interest to fight. It's like, I don't, that's not, I'm not watching a fucking show called The Walking Dead to see people fighting people. If I wanted to watch that, I'd watch something like, I don't know, Band of Brothers, because it's an amazing miniseries, and that's what it's about. People fighting people, which Lisa and I just got done watching Band of Brothers. Love that fucking show. Absolutely great. Um, well, it's, it, for uh, The Walking Dead, it just keeps repeating itself. So it's like, you have the, the core group, and they find a place that's relatively safe, and wouldn't you know it, there's a, another group out there that's particularly bad that happens to be close by that they need to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. And so the whole season is them fighting. And then they and then they, they finish that. Usually this ends up with them ending up in a new area where they can call home and the next season starts. And wouldn't you know it, there's just another group of bad guys that happens to be close by. So now they got to fucking do that. Like they've done that like four fucking seasons now. Right. Where it's just like, okay, we killed everybody in that group. Now we're good. Okay, well, now we have to kill everybody in that group. Okay, now we're good. Okay, well, now we have to kill everybody in that group. Okay, well, now we're good. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, how many times are they going to do this? Right. Yeah, it's, 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 ugh. It's just, it, it's unwatchable now. So, I think. yeah, and they have to get, they have to keep attention just by killing off core cast now. Like, that's what they've kind of evolved into. But then there's a couple that they know that they can't kill off because then people will stop watching it. Right. So they like they kill off like the not quite as popular main cast. Yeah, and they've kept around um, a character that actually died very early on in the graphic novels. So um, I've never read. I've never actually. I should. I should specify. I've never actually read the graphic novels, but I have. Um, I've you know read some stuff about like how the show differs from the graphic novels, and one of the points that was made was uh, the character Carol. In, in that show. First of all, in the novel, she was like in her 20s. Like she was early, mid 20 something. In the show, she's like 30s, 40s. Um, secondly, she died at the prison. Uh, so I can't remember the specifics, but what it was basically is she wanted somebody and she couldn't have them. So she went and fucked somebody else one last time and then walked down to the fences of the prison and just let the zombies eat her. Like she was like in the in the in the graphic novel, she was fucking insane. She hadn't become Lady Rambo. No, no, she did not. She was insane. I I seem to recall in the in the graphic novels, there there also isn't a Daryl character. Like that was created specifically for the show. You might be right. I don't remember, but yeah, that's one of the characters that yeah people would just stop watching if you. Oh yeah, Yeah. you can't you can't kill off him. Yep. Nope. Um, I will say though, cool tie-in that AMC did to bridge the universe between breaking bad and the walking dead um like if you like in the some of the early episodes they show daryl's brother in the show has a baggie of the blue meth from uh breaking bad and there's actually been some like uh uh fan speculation that what actually caused in the in the amc universe what actually caused the um the uh the, the virus. The virus, yeah. The rising of the zombies, whatever you want to call it, was that meth that Walter White cooked. It was just like for whatever like I don't know, I can't remember exactly how they how they reason it, but the meth that Walter White makes in Breaking Bad 
eventually causes the the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, you know, there was something that I think I, I've never. So, like I said, I, I've stopped watching The Walking Dead, but there there was a something that bothered me that uh, goes back, I think, all the way to like the second season that I just I've never been able to get over. And that's because I think the end of the second season is when they're in the CDC and he's talking to that, um, like biologist or, or whoever that scientist guy was. Well, if he works at the CDC, he probably would have been a virologist, um, virologist. And then like the big reveal for the end of that season is that everyone already has the virus. Right. And all you have to do is just die. And then it takes hold. Yeah. yeah. And that completely nullifies why you would die if you get bit by a zombie. Because at that point, it's just a wound. You're not catching anything from them. Right. I think what it is is that, like, the bite, for whatever reason, accelerates the process. Or, like, for whatever reason, the bite kills you, and then you come back. See, but that's, like, the shit that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Because <laughs> it's like, if you, if, if God forbid, you if you, if you had, like, HIV, mm-hmm. and then you had unprotected sex with someone else that has HIV, you're not going to get super HIV. <laughs> you already well, have it. If we actually, if we break this down a little bit, so I actually, I actually have a way to, to kind of explain this in a reasonable fashion. So, right. So like if you have a virus and then somebody with the virus, um, infects you with that virus, you're not going to get like the super virus and it's just going to kill you instantly. That's true. But if we look at like if we look at actual living animals, there is one animal that can explain this. Okay, so before we get into that, let's break this down. So zombies, of course, they eat people, right? Right. Or or it depends on the lore. Sometimes they'll eat animals too, but generally they're just they become cannibals. They eat people. They're also rotting because they are technically dead. Um. And, you know, they'll feed on anything people, generally. I mean, even if it's, like, old fucking, like, they they don't care. They don't care if it's alive. They don't care if it's dead. They'll, they're fucking scavengers. If they have to be, they'll eat old, rotting flesh, whatever, right? So there is an animal that actually can explain this, the Komodo dragon. So the Komodo dragon's bite is toxic, and it's not because it's a venomous animal. It's not. It has no venom whatsoever. It's not poisonous. It's not venomous, but it has a toxic bite. And the reason for that is because um, when they eat, they take in such huge chunks of meat as they're eating, and a lot of that gets stuck in their teeth. As it rots in their teeth, it mixes the bacteria from it, mixes with their saliva, creating a, a saliva that is toxic to anything other than Komodo dragons. Now, they've built up an immunity to this, of course, over time. They've evolved to be able to um, not be harmed by their saliva or the saliva of another Komodo dragon. But it will kill pretty much anything else. So if we take that concept and apply it to zombies in the Walking Dead universe, it I, I think that would be about the only way you could explain it. Is that because they're rotting and because they feed on things that are rotting and they feed on, you know, and they're not obviously brushing their teeth so that that meat just stays in their mouth and in their teeth and just kind of rots. That then mixes with the with their saliva. And because they're already dead, the bacteria is not going to kill them. But a living thing, it would. See, that I, I get the, the logic of that, but I think it still doesn't hold weight to the the reality that is the TV show. Because in that event... Yes, like if you get bit by a Komodo dragon, that's a very serious problem. Um, the infection is it is serious. 
Um, but if you just get bit by a person, if it breaks the skin, it'll get infected 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still an infection. Like in this TV show, it's like they're going to like, you're going to die in like 10 minutes. <laughs> it's like losing a leg. Like you're bleeding out. If they just like nick you. Well, there's something to be said for the accelerated effects of you know, plot armor. I suppose, <laughs> but that's like it, I, I was. I've never been able to get over that that part where it's just like you already have the disease. It's like okay, then why is it a problem? What's the issue if they bite you? Then because they're not transferring the disease that creates the plot hole. Like because the disease could be what kills you, right? Which would make sense, you right? Know, like, like they bite you, now you're infected, and it's going to overtake your body and kill you. Like shut everything down. Even though that also doesn't fucking explain anything because, like, that's the issue with zombies. Like, zombies are supposed to be kind of like a magical thing, mm-hmm. um, not a real thing because obviously the body doesn't work. Your heart stops, your muscles don't get blood anymore, they can't work, your brain doesn't work, your eyes don't work. Right. Like, if your brain doesn't work, nothing works. Right. Like, everything's just done. Like, your heart can stop. And you can survive that. Like, they can put you on a machine to, like, keep that motherfucker doing his job or, you know, do something. But if your brain stops, you're just, you're just, you're done. But even that, it's like, you know, they they always do the thing where it's like zombies eat people. But there's no reason for that because they're already broken down. There is no, like, nothing in their body works. Right. So, for one, like... Even swallowing is kind of like a conscious thing. <laughs> like, like where does it even go? Right. And then if it goes somewhere, like, the human stomach is pretty goddamn finite. Right. So, where is it all going? Like, they wouldn't ever be able to eat again. Like, they would eat one time, and then they would get full, and that's it. Eventually, they would just pop and have to, like, crawl around, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's always explained in that stuff that it's just like, well... They they only you know everything is stopped except their most basic instinct. But you know what you never see, you never see zombies shitting. No. And as weird as this is gonna be, I want to see zombie shit. I want to see a zombie story. Okay, a movie, a TV show, what have you, where the zombies have a reason to eat because there there have been some where they are given a reason. There ha- there is some zombie lore that says that if they don't feed, they will starve to death. Like, they will starve um, and just, like, waste away. Uh, Which, okay, all well and good. That's fine. But like you said, like, you never see them, like, defecate. You never see them shit or anything. Like, unless it's just supposed to be, like, implied that they just shit their pants because they don't know any better. But, like, explain that. Like, that's an important step to the digestive process. Like, you can't just, like, fill your stomach and continue to fill it without it emptying somehow. Like, that's why we shit. That's a big part of the reason why we have the ability to shit. So explain that zombies shit. I don't care if they're shit in their pants, okay? That makes sense. Zombies aren't really all there. They're acting on base instinct. Um, okay, I'll accept that they have to eat or eventually they'll waste away. Okay, fine. But explain that they shit their pants. Like, that has to be a part of the conversation. Well, that's even still, like, the whole thing of, like, them rotting. Like, the I like if you think of a zombie, you think of, like, a rotting dead person. Right. The only way that you rot is if your body isn't working. Right. 
that's that's literally why you're not rotting right now. <laughs> the only reason well, that not, you're not rotting right now. Not rotting as quickly. You're you're still basically rotting away. It's just way more slowly than if you were dead. No, even that. Like it's not though, because throughout like the first um quite a while of your life, your cells are regenerating. Eventually that stops. It, it depends it, on how old you are, I it guess. It starts it starts going down right about your thirties. Oh yay! Um, is generally the point where your body isn't isn't reconstructing itself as well. And the problem with that is like the issue of aging they've already figured out. And the issue is that as you're creating your new cells, the DNA is breaking apart, and that's why it can't handle it as well as it did when you were younger. And as you get older, that's why your skin starts to sag, your muscles start to sag, your hair goes white. Like it's just the more it reproduces the worse it gets at it because it's starting to break down the DNA. So if you're rotting, that means it's not producing new cells anymore. Things aren't working in your body. Like this is the only way you start rotting like that, mm-hmm. especially like, like that egregiously because someone who's dead rots pretty goddamn fast. Like generally. Yeah. Um, It's so where is the, sh- like, where is the line when it comes to zombies? Like, so their mouth works and their eyes work, apparently, which means that that must mean that their brain is working to some extent, to some extent. Mm -hmm. Right. They obviously they have a sense of touch and hearing and hearing, Mm -hmm. um, presumably taste because they like people so much. Yeah. And at least recognition of what they're eating because they don't ever seem to eat each other. Right. So smell is potentially like they have the five senses. Yeah, and, but so, and then what's happening with their body? Because, like, you're, we're not a very well-built well machine. No. So, if, like, your blood isn't pumping through your body, like, shit falls apart fucking fast. Like, so if their blood isn't pumping, how is their muscle still working like they're supposed to work? If their blood is pumping, then that means their heart is still pumping. And if their heart is still pumping... It's still pumping blood around. Like, the reason that blood pumping around works is because we're intaking in air. Like, it, it pumps oxygen-rich air around, around your body. It keeps your body, like, um, like hydrated, and it keeps oxygen flowing throughout your body. So, that means its lungs must be working. So, if those things are working, why is it rotting? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, okay, so it, it's a tool used in storytelling... Uh, specifically in movies, the suspension of disbelief. You just got to stop analyzing everything and just take it as it is. Which I imagine is what you tell your wife on a pretty regular basis. That she just has to accept it for what it is? Yeah, exactly, when she's looking at you. Um, So I do want to actually point out one thing, though, about what you were saying in the show, and I didn't think about this right away, but it occurred to me. So in The Walking Dead, they do explain that every person has the virus already, right? But they explain that it's dormant. So, but with the zombie, with the actual one of the walkers, it's obviously not. It's a very active virus. So, you, I mean, you could, they could explain it as like if the active virus is introduced, then it kicks off the virus that's in your body and it kills you faster. Because the, like, okay, so think of it like cancer, like a cancer cell. Everybody has cancer cells already but they're dormant in the body 
which is why, you know, you generally don't just randomly get cancer. There's usually a reason for it. Sometimes people do just kind of cancer crops up, but generally there's a reason for it. There's something that acts on it. But you're a smoker, you're a drinker, you're exposed to fumes of some sort, like uh, carcinogens or anything it's, like that. So, But there's generally something that causes the cancer to go from being dormant to being an active cell. I don't think that that's how cancer works. Yeah. I don't think so. I think you you get cells that become cancerous and then they infect other cells. So not like you, you, uh, the way it was basically explained, um, to me, uh, now mind you, this was in like biology class in high school. So, I mean, they may have discovered something else. I, I won't say, I won't say that they haven't. Of course, science changes all the time based on new discoveries. That's the way it works. But if it is still the same as it was explained to me, in, in biology is that you have, everybody has dormant cancer cells. Not all your cells are cancerous, of course, but there are some of your cells that are cancer cells, just dormant in the body already. It's once something acts to activate those cells, they then begin to attack the other cells of your body, spreading it. Well, I don't think that that's right, but I do understand what you're saying. And I guess that that does work with the whole, like, getting bit by a zombie. I guess if that's what it takes to activate it. It's still a shitty plot hole, though. I don't like zombies, I guess, is what it boils down to. I think the whole idea of zombies is kind of dumb. Like, they're just not a good, uh, not a good, not a good creature. Like, they don't make any sense. Like, in a fantasy sense, I get it. Like, it doesn't have to make sense. Like, something like The Walking Dead, it's supposed to be grounded in reality. And so then it's harder for me to follow along. But something like, um, like Game of Thrones, where it's just some weird blue guy and he just waves his hand and all the people who were dead just stand back up again. Don't feel pain. Don't have any like agenda. They're not trying to eat. Mm-hmm. They're just following the grave mind command of kill everything in front of you. That I get. Yeah. Though I will, I'll give it to um, what's that movie? Twenty eight days later, where it, they're not even really zombie zombies. They're just like infected with like a super potent form of rabies. Yeah, yeah. Twenty eight days later and twenty eight weeks later. Yeah. Which they never did 28 months or 28 years later, and that's bullshit. You got to keep going with the fucking thing here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 28 <laughs> years later, and then, what, 28 decades later? Yeah, it'd be decades, then centuries, then millennia. So we, yeah, I want to see, like, a zombie movie set 28 millennia in the future. Get on it, Hollywood. Um. Yeah, no, okay, so, uh, man, I, I guess... That's another topic for another day of getting into the the ridiculousness of of like mythological creatures we, or like I look forward to it creatures of uh I don't know not necessarily cryptids but like I guess uh, mythical creatures yeah 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 now I do I do want to point out upon some further research there I may have been incorrect um not that I was like remembering anything wrong that was what i was taught about cancer cells but it looks like i may have been incorrect about that i may have been taught wrong or the information has just changed since then um so from what i'm seeing it it and i say may because i didn't go super deep into these and check this is why we need a producer who can be working on this shit (laughs) while we're talking like just print something out fucking hand it to me oh and uh (laughs) in breaking news no um so but our bodies produce cells constantly, and every single one of those cells has the potential to become cancerous. 
at any given time. Like, it could just fucking happen. But generally, it happens due to a catalyst. Like, normally, right. you're more like, okay, so you're more likely to get cancer if you smoke, drink, you work around carcinogens, you know, stuff like that. Right. Um, rather than, you know, don't do any of that. So, but my point still stands. Um, you know, you have cells that have the potential to become cancerous, but you know, maybe they don't. So like if we, if, if what I was saying does work though, if you did have like dormant cancer cells just kind of floating around in your body, not doing anything until something came along to activate it, that could explain kind of the whole thing with the walking dead. And I think that might've been what they were going for is that yet the virus is there. It's just dormant. Doesn't do anything until you die. And then it kicks in because that's when it kicks in is when the host is What a weird time dead. to turn on. Right. Um, generally, viruses need the host to be alive to live, but apparently this one needs you to be dead to come. I don't know. It's weird. Um, but, you know, like if you, <clears throat> like, that's the thing. Like if you, if you, like, if you think about it like this, if you didn't have HIV and then somebody was, and then you had sex with somebody with HIV, probably going to get HIV. Right. And that's kind of the thing here. Now, granted, they all have the virus, but it's like they don't because it's just doing nothing. So then they get bit by something with the active virus. Now you've got the virus, and it's more than likely going to kill you. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a but. dumb show. <laughs> it, it it was enjoyable. It was entertaining for the first few seasons, and then it just it went to crap. Thinking back on it, though, now I'm on this new kick of... If that virologist or whoever the fuck he was that was in The Walking Dead who told him that, if that was the same guy who plays Jim Carrey's friend in The Truman Show. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Let me look it up here real quick. We need a producer. Yeah, goddamn. Someone just could be working on this stuff while we're handling the talking. Any volunteers? Like, like anybody? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller. Bueller. Okay, give me just a second here. I'm going to look this up. You know, as we've gotten older, I still don't side with with Rooney. I know that's like a running joke. Like, the older you get, the more you side with Rooney in the Ferris Bueller movie. But uh, I still don't. Fuck that guy. I have to admit, never watched Ferris Bueller. Really? Yep. Nope. Never watched it. All right. So, let's see. Marlon was the friend in Truman Show. Noah Emmerich. Noah Emmerich. Yep. That's his real name. And... Redhead. Edwin Jenner, 2010, The Walking Dead. Oh, shit. Yep, that Definitely. was him. That was him. Yep. I knew I fucking recognized him from something. Yeah, like that, I've been sitting here as we've been talking about this, thinking like, "Fuck, what was that? What was that guy in? What else?" And that's right, it was the Truman Show. Truman Excellent shows, movie. Because the Truman Show is vastly better than The Walking Dead. Oh like, yeah, he went downhill. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, Truman Show. If you haven't seen it, um, excellent Jim Carrey movie. Uh, great cast: Jim Carrey, Ed Harris, Noah Emmerich. Um, phenomenal movie. Check it out. It's 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 so great. It really is. Yeah. And uh, shout out, um, you know, hey, uh, Jim Carrey, giving you some, giving your movie some free publicity. How about a little fucking something the other way? Come on. I know you're <laughs> listening. I know you're listening. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm sure he is. <laughs> Don't you shit on my dreams, you son of a bitch. Well, according to you, like, um, Jim Carrey's listening, Barack Obama's listening. Like, I think you think much higher of our, of our audience. Uh wouldn't it be great, though, if we just got, like, an email from Barack Obama, like, hey, you guys are great. Like, oh, my God. Like, get him, like, actually, like, because at first. It would, it would probably be more along the lines of, like, 
uh, I don't appreciate you uh, <laughs> setting the stage of me standing on top of the, the <laughs> presidential desk and jerking off all over it. I think he would appreciate it more than you believe. Wouldn't it be great? Because like, at first you'd be like, this. there's no way this is Barack Obama. Like you, We'd see the email like this. This is a prank. And we'd email back, be like, hey, Mr. Obama, do you want to like come on our show, like be a guest? And we get like the yes, and you know we'd be like, all right, so you know here's the Skype call, whatever. We'd get everything set up, get everything ready, and we'd be like, this is gonna be some like fucking nerd, you know, just fucking with us. And fucking Skype comes in, you answer, it's fucking Barack Obama. How great would that be? I mean, it would be great. I'm not saying that it wouldn't be. I'm just saying it's pretty goddamn unlikely. And if it did happen, I would probably go out and like, you know. Buy a lottery ticket and go like <laughs> go straight to the casino. Uh the first question I would ask him would be like, Mr. Obama, I have a very, very important question for you. What the fuck is your affinity with tan suits? How dare you wear a suit other than blue or black? Kind of a hard line stance against tan suits, huh? No, no, no. Uh I don't know if you remember, but when he was president, like that was a big thing that like a lot of the right-wing uh, media outlets blasted him for it was one time he wore a tan suit. See, I don't, I don't remember. I remember people throwing a fit because the curtains that he was standing in front of at one point were yellow. Yep, there was that. Uh, he put mustard on a hot dog once, Ugh. and Fox News had a fucking field day. Well, if that. you put mustard on a hot dog, you're a fucking communist. So, <laughs> I like mustard. Go fuck yourself. I like mustard too. Oh, I particularly like a good Cuban sandwich. Ooh. That sounds good. God when damn. are you going to make Reuben stew, you son of a bitch? He he has a recipe for something. We're getting off the fucking rails here. Yeah. But he has a recipe for Reuben stew he's been talking about for like the last 10 years I've known him. And not once has he fucking made it. And I'm, I'm, I need it. I need it in my belly. It's pretty It's pretty wonderful. I'm too. sure it is. I'm not, I don't like cooking. I really don't. Like I do like once a year. <laughs> that's really it. Well, this year you need to make that once the Reuben stew, you son of a bitch starting uh, to get out of the season for it. it's gonna like that's a good like winter no it's a good any meal. fucking time it's reuben but in stew form um yeah it's true so anyway back to the show yeah so okay <laughs> i think uh, uh we've gone all over the fucking place but okay to to end on a on a sci-fi note i think uh quick uh, kind of lightning round right top three got you got cut it down to three top three Sci-fi movies. Sci-fi movies? Yep. Oh, fuck. And go. Um, let's see here. Top three. All right. Uh, Serenity is definitely in there. Um, it's a solid choice. Mm. Definitely Godzilla. Just about any one of them. Right. Just like throw a pick. Yep. Pretty much. Except for Matthew Broderick's. That one was sus. That and one that sucked. one, God, what, what, is, what was that one called? Was that like, it's like Godzilla 2000 or something like that? No, it's just Godzilla. It Was it just Godzilla? Godzilla 2000 was actually a Japanese one. Oh, I was thinking for some reason it had one of those bylines. Mm-mm. Nope, it was just Godzilla. And then, you know what? One of my earliest forays into science fiction, one that we surprisingly didn't talk about here and we absolutely should have because it deserves its own conversation. <clears throat> An early pioneer in CGI, and not only CGI that still stands up today, but CGI that worked along with filming with moving vehicles, which at the time wasn't a thing that happened, and also a movie pretty much solely responsible for my lifelong interest in prehistory and specifically dinosaurs. 
is the 1993 classic Jurassic Park. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't really touch on Jurassic Park no. at all, and we should have because it's it the CGI holds up even today, almost almost thirty years later. I was four years old when I saw that movie in theaters, so almost thirty years later, that movie still holds up. And there's an instance in that movie where it shows uh, uh, Alan Grant, Lex, and Tim running away from a a, a, a a flock, I guess, or herd, whatever you want to call it, of Gallimimus. And the way it was shot was the three actors were running, of course, and then they were following a vehicle that was filming them run. And then they CGI'd in the Gallimimus running with them. And it that nothing like that had ever been done before. And CGI still wasn't that big of a thing yet. And it's, it's phenomenal. Absolutely great. And the movie itself is awesome. Yeah, the movies the, the movies are pretty good. Um, I, I kind of had a falling out with the Jurassic Park movies. I really liked the first one. And then I didn't really care so much about really anything that's come out ever since then. The first one was good. I liked the second one. Those two were based on Michael Crichton's novels. Um, the third one was fucking terrible, and the Jurassic World movies are just like the Star, the new Star Wars movies. They're basically just a rehash of the other movies. Yeah, and they're it's one of those things. Like when I first saw the first Jurassic World, I was like, "Hey, this is pretty good." You know, I like it. It's kind of a rehash of the original, but you know, it's whatever. I like it. The more I watch it, the worse it gets. Yeah, I uh, so I've only seen them once, and I mean that's enough. I'll probably not go back. Unless I'm like watching with the kids at some point, but yeah, I mean the first one was good. Yeah. Now, same question, Danny. Your top three go. So, this is gonna be one where it's like I'm gonna give you three titles, and then probably not even as far into the future as like tomorrow. Like probably just like shortly after we end this recording, I'm gonna think of others. I'm like, oh man, that one's way better. Yep. Yep. Um. But, uh, let's see. So, top three science fiction movies. Um, I would say, man, for some reason, like, one of the first things that pops in my mind isn't even a movie at all. It's a fucking video game. It is fucking Destroy All Humans. <laughs> that was great, though. Imagine is, if they turned that into an animated I, movie. I think that they could. Oh, yeah, I really absolutely. Think that they could. Yeah. And get um, get Richard Horvitz. You got to oh, yeah. get Richard Horvitz. Yeah, definitely. Um so, okay, top, well, okay, three movies that are in my top, n- no, not necessarily in any particular order, um, is maybe this one, and now I'm like like an idiot, I'm blanking on the fucking name. Describe it, let's see if I know it. So it's a, uh, it's a sci-fi horror movie, mm-hmm. um, oh, you know what, I just remembered it, Event Horizon. Oh, I love that one, yep. that one's so good. Very, Again, uh, very um, into that one. Yep, um. Blanking on his name, but the guy who played Alan Grant, yeah, is in that. Yep, that guy. He's in like he has like a, a some weird horror movies that he's in, mm-hmm. and that's one of them. And I really like it. Like he's also in um uh in the Mouth of Madness. Yep, which is it's not necessarily a sci-fi movie. Um, it's more of just a horror movie. Yeah. Um, but it's one of my favorite movies of all time. He was also in the Omen, the the third. Of the originals, he was Damien, adult Damien. 
Oh, I guess I don't uh, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. He was adult Damien in the original Omen trilogy. Ah, oh, dig that guy. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember his fucking name. He's an Irish actor. He's phenomenal. Um, he was in a Merlin miniseries back in the day that I really, really liked. He was Merlin. It was great. Wow. Um, uh, it's going to bother me. You keep going. I'm going to try and think of his name. Well, and I actually, that just threw me off. There was another one that I had right like <laughs> I had it right there and then we started talking about his other movies and I was like and then now it's just gone. I don't remember what it was. Fuck your list. Ugh, ain't that some shit. Um All right, so another one I can throw out there might be a little bit controversial. Sam Neill. Sam Neill, that's the name. Yep, there we go. All right, sorry, go ahead. Um now I'm going to throw it out there and it's going to kind of have an asterisk because uh you'll probably give me some shit for it. I really like the movie Signs. Go fuck yourself. It's a good movie. It's like, not. It's not. Okay. It's got some major plot holes in it. That's not the kick. Like, that's not what draws me to it. What draws me to it is there's there's some good acting in it. Mm. Um, and the buildup before like before like the weird stupid climax twist of them being allergic to water which makes no goddamn sense you can't even get onto the planet without going through water it's just it's fucking retarded (laughs) but before that when it's just build up and it's just tense like the dogs are wigging out and like the scene where he's like in the cornfield and you like see that thing's leg and like the particularly there's a scene where mel gibson is in his daughter's room and they're talking and he kind of like glances up out the window and you see something standing on the roof of the barn, just mm-hmm. all silhouetted. It's such a goddamn good shot. And the beginning of that movie, much like a lot of M. Night Shyamalan's movies. That was racist. The the buildup is good. <laughs> Dude, that guy's got such a ridiculous fucking name. <laughs> Shyamalan. M-, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh. But no, the buildup is so goddamn good. It just ends horribly like all of his movies do. The buildup was good. I will give you that. The tension in that movie was good. Um, That's why it's on the list. And and it was kind of cool. Your little, you know, like the little snap cuts. Like you see a leg here. You see mm-hmm. a little silhouette there. And I like Joaquin Phoenix. Throw it out there. He's, I mean, I don't dislike Joaquin Phoenix. I didn't like him in that movie because I strongly disagree that there was good acting in that movie from anybody. And this was before Mill Gibson went like fucking insane. So like he was still good at the time, but he didn't. I no. I'm not saying it's necessarily like Oscar worthy, but uh, I th- I thought there were some decent acting in it. I I gotta disagree, and I you know I I will agree though that the tension was good. Like I really did like that. Like when I started when I first watched because I've seen that movie, and when I was watching, I was like, man, this is this is okay. You know, get behind this. There's some cool tension. You know, you get little snap cuts here and there of like something, and it's like, Ooh, what the fuck was that? And you know, there's that part where he like where he like closes and locks the door, and he's looking under it with a knife, and then like the alien reaches for him and he chops a finger off. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I thought the whole scene in like in enti- in its entirety was a little bit like intergalactic space being that is supposedly supremely intelligent and can spurt toxin out of a thingy in its arm is, is, is a door just like couldn't overcome door. Couldn't figure out how to work the door. Yeah. Yeah. So that bothered me. Um, and then, yeah, the, the water thing, it's almost as stupid as like the war of the worlds concept. Like, Oh, they came to the planet to conquer, but they didn't know that they're, 
that their their greatest defeat would come at the hands of things that we see every day the microorganisms on our planet like fuck you fuck you any advanced civilization that comes to a planet is going to be able to see what's on the fucking planet before they like go on the planet well you would think that if they're smart enough for um you know inner space travel that they would have also had to deal with that. Like, they would know, like, okay, we're, we're landing on a foreign planet. There's going to be foreign pathogens. We have to deal with that. Right, because that's a thing that is a problem in reality. And it's not even when you land on a foreign planet. That is an issue. Like, that's why they've had to be very careful about, like, taking samples from, from like, moons and other planets and stuff. Because if it's not done properly, as soon as it comes to Earth, or even as soon as it's picked up, it's contaminated by Earth. Right. But that's not even just a problem with other planets. That was, I mean, not so much anymore, but that used to be a big issue with other fucking continents. You couldn't travel from one continent to the other without introducing a new pathogen that had never been there Right, before. that's why you're not allowed to contact uncontacted tribes. Well, yeah, I mean, that's part why of the reason. Why they're protected. That's, they'll also murder you, which happened to a, a, a Christian missionary. A couple I, of them. Yeah, and it's fucking hilarious well, because... But that's no, that's the that's the big reason of why they're cordoned off. Yeah, because they'll die off if you just show up and give them all your fucking smallpox. Right. You just like go on and just like, oh hi, how are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and I, it, you know, I say it's hilarious that those missionaries were killed by these un, uncontacted tribes because it is because it's not like they just stumbled onto these fucking islands and then they were murdered like, out of nowhere by a tribe they didn't know was there. They went there specifically knowing that tribe was there, specifically knowing that it was illegal to go there, and specifically knowing the risk to themselves and the risk they were posing to that tribe just for them to go there and talk about Jesus. And it got them killed, and that's funny. What's your third pick, Danny? Um, man, I fucking... <laughs> I don't know. Does Jaws count as a sci-fi movie? Absolutely. 100% because that shark... Okay, so great whites don't grow that big. Uh, they don't tend to be that intelligent. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're intelligent. Like, sharks are super intelligent. But they're not like, I'm going to eat specifically these people because they're pissing me off intelligent. No, that's a really... Like, it's a really stupid trope of shark movies. <laughs> right? Where it's like, there's there's a shark that's a, just around, and it decides this one thing that's around here, I am not going to go on with my life. Until I eat it. Right. Like, I don't care where it goes. I don't care where it tries to swim. I don't care if it gets on a boat. I don't care if it gets on a fucking airplane. I will follow it to the ends of the goddamn earth <laughs> and eat that motherfucker. Right. Like, that's not how it works. They, there's that one really, really stupid one. Um, God, what's it called? Uh, it's, it's about some girl who goes to some hidden beach. Oh yeah, uh, isn't it like what twenty-seven meters down or forty-seven, no. forty-two, or something? Like no, that? that's a different one. Oh. Also stupid. <laughs> well, they're all kind of the same for the most part. Well, like the only one that okay. So in fairness, the first Jaws, it wasn't really like that. It was a big shark that was eating people because they were in the water, and then these guys go on a boat and specifically go out to try to lure it to them so that they can kill it. Yeah. So in fairness, the shark wasn't just like hanging out around these guys specifically to kill them. It was just hanging out in an area where there was a lot of easy food. Well, it did, though, because eventually it hangs out long enough to just start attacking them. That's true, I guess. Yeah. 
and then yeah. it never swims away. Like they only chum the water once, and it's while they're driving, <laughs> which doesn't make sense, by the way. Like that, I don't think that's how chumming works. I'm pretty sure you know. stop the boat, and like, then you chum the yeah, water. And then you, because like what I mean, fuck, we ran out of chum. We're still doing like 80 miles an hour down the. Well, whatever. I, I turn it around. Right. Oh, fucking. Yeah, so it's still a problem with that. It's not as bad as some of the other ones. Um, but that one where that she goes to like some hidden beach and she's surfing and there's these other guys there and then they fucking leave and she's by herself and she decides that she wants to fucking surf just a little bit more and then wouldn't you know it, um, a, sh- a shark shows up. But not... So this is what bothers me. A shark attack on a surfer is not outside the realm of... Of reality, like that's something right. that unfortunately happens. Usually, they're not fatal. Generally, because sharks bite once to see if they like you, right? And you know, unfortunately, sometimes it is, and some sometimes the shark decides, like, nope, I'm gonna eat the shit out of this. <laughs> um, it happens, unfortunately, it does. Um, but it's usually not like malicious. No, um, no, it's a shark being a shark. Like they they see meat. They eat. Meat. So in this movie, what? And this is this is so fucking stupid. On both parts, um, on the direction of the movie in general, but also on the character in the reality of the story. She's out in the water, sitting on her surfboard, and she sees something out in the water, further out by a buoy. Um, and there's like birds flying around it, and she can clearly tell that this is obviously something that's dead Hmm. like because that's why there would be shit flowing like or like flying all around it coming down and eating it like it's obviously not just fucking garbage right so she swims over to it and the closer she gets the more she realizes like it's a floating whale carcass as though like so she's a surfer already She's been in water before. Right. She's, like, you would think that she's already, like, thought about the issues of having a shark in the water. A fly, like, a floating buffet would certainly be like, oh, hey, we shouldn't surf here because there's definitely going to be sharks in the water eating that. Right. Like, definitely. Even if they're not even big ones, there's going to be shit eating that. We probably shouldn't surf next to it. Right. But instead, she goes over to hang out on it. Just check it out. I'm like, oh, I'm going to just swim over to that. And, of course, there's a giant shark around. It fucks with her. Tears up her board. She, in, in her intelligence, she swims to the buoy and she hangs out there. And then, this shark just circles the buoy for an entire day. Doesn't give a shit about the giant whale carcass that's right there that it could definitely eat. No struggle whatsoever. Just swimming around, waiting for this thing that's not even on its fucking menu to get back in the water. Because it also somehow knows that she's still there, even though it can't see out of the water. Yeah, so that's your third pick for favorite? No, no, no. That's <laughs> Or did you just want to bitch about it? I just wanted to bitch about okay. it. Because like, that's the problem with shark movies, is they always make it malicious. Yeah. Like the shark is specifically <laughs> waiting around to try to eat something. Which, and even yeah. though that's not how they work, they 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 don't do that. No, I mean, as a matter of fact, they've been able to attribute most shark attacks. And for anybody who watches Shark Week, fuck you. That shit's bullshit. It's propaganda against sharks for the most part. Like sharks aren't malicious. 
They're not vicious killers. They're wild animals that have to eat. And they've been able to attribute most shark attacks on people to oftentimes be, especially like, you know, well, yeah, most shark attacks on, on people to be like surfers paddling. And to a fucking shark, you look like a seal. And that's what they eat. Not to come to the defense of a network. I've watched a lot of like Shark Week stuff. I've never seen any anything say that they're like malicious meat eaters that hunt no, down humans. No. Well, no, they don't say that, but they fucking make them to be, they make them, they oftentimes make them out to be just like these fucking horrible, vicious animals. Not usually. Usually yeah. it's more of like, most of the stuff I've saw is mostly them being like, they're really misunderstood. Mm. Like they're really not that much of a threat. Like this is just like, this is what they do and this is what they really eat and usually this is an accident if this happens and Maybe they've made it better then, because I know there was a time like they made it out to be like they're fucking like just vicious animals. And you know what? Here's the thing: the shark attacks are easy to avoid, super easy. Like don't play in the ocean. Exactly, because guess where a hundred percent of shark attacks happen in the ocean? Why? Because they're not fucking land animals, you idiots. So no, I don't feel like it's it. I'm sure it sucks when somebody gets bit by a shark. I'm sure it hurts like hell. You know, sometimes they'll take an entire leg. Sometimes they can really fuck you up. I get that. And that, that has to suck, I'm sure. But I feel very little remorse for people with this because this isn't something like, oh, you're victim shaming, you're victim blaming. It's nobody's fault but theirs. They're the ones who went in where the sharks live. Yeah. Like, that's, of course you're likely to get, you're, you're, you're more, obviously your odds of getting attacked by a shark are higher if you're in the fucking ocean. Yeah, it should, it's more of like a that's sad type of thing. I don't even feel sad for him. It's like, fuck you. You're the one. Like, and okay, so you get some of those people who are like, yep, I got bit by a shark, which is something that happens sometimes when you're on the ocean. It sucks for me, but that's just how it is. Those people I can respect because they're the ones who are just like, I mean, yeah, I, I, I took a risk and it bit me in the ass, literally. That's how it works sometimes. But you get some of those people who are just like, my whole life is ruined thanks to that fucking shark and that stupid vicious shark attack. No, you're the fucking idiot who's in its home. I've also <laughs> I've also never seen anyone with that kind of response either, but I'll take your word for it. Oh, I'm, no, sure, okay. I'm sure so there was somebody. I don't, uh, in fairness, because oh, <laughs> Jaws, I guess, probably isn't really a sci-fi movie. I will say my, my other sci-fi movie would be Fire in the Sky. I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, Older movie, it's the fictionalized version of the Travis Walton abduction. Uh, Very famous. You really never heard of it? Nope. Dude, I don't follow that shit at all. Well, I mean, it was like super fucking famous. This guy, um, he was part of a logging crew, and they're out out fucking logging. And then actually they were on their way back. They see a light um, out in the woods. They go to check it out because they think it might be a fire. Um, and yeah. And so they, they see this, uh, they see this light, they get out of their truck. Uh, one of them gets close to it. Uh, and that was Travis Walton. And the story goes that he got abducted. Um, the rest of them took off and they try to go get help. They scan the fucking woods. No one can find him. And then it kind of switches around to the police think that maybe they killed Travis Walton and they're all, trying to cover it up. And so like a big manhunt starts, like they're trying to find him. They comb all the woods. They, they basically start a fucking like trying to press charges against these other loggers. They put them up against like a bunch of, uh, 
like uh, lie detector tests and stuff like that, they all keep passing these lie detector tests saying the same story. No, we saw a light, some, something that we don't know what it was, and it took Travis. Well, after a while, then Travis shows back up. Um, naked, can't really remember the stuff that happened. Um, and then, you know, the more they dive into it, like he, he gives some details of an, like an alien abduction. And in the movie, like they change some stuff from what his original thing was of the stuff that he says that he remembers. Um, but yeah, it's a really good flick. I mean, even if you don't necessarily buy into like the, the abduction side of it for like, you know, real world stuff, just the movie itself is really good. I'll have to check it out. Now I will say that actually Jaws would qualify as science fiction because what? great whites don't get that big. And that was kind of the whole the whole thing to it was not only was it just like a great white shark, it was an incredibly large great white shark. Yeah. So it, it does actually kind of drift into the realm it's of science It's not very science-y, fiction. though. It's just I mean, fiction. No, but it's science fiction. It would be classified as science fiction. I still um, I still really like that movie. It's one of my favorites. Jaws is a good movie. Like it's it's the first one is solid. After that, meh. Yeah, Jaws is like a, a neat kind of like uh study like a case study in something that can go from very good to insultingly bad over the course of just a couple of movies right right yeah because the drop off from one to two even is oh, like yeah. one is running at like 100 percent, and mm. like two is all the way down at like 45 percent. <laughs> and then they drop exponentially after that yeah what how many of those fucking pieces of shit did they make like there four there are four there are four yeah. in the jaws franchise god damn i remember four wasn't that the one with the uh, Marine Institute trying to protect the whales or some shit? No, that's three. That's three. Okay, four is the one where the woman of the the sheriff's wife is trying to get revenge on the shark because he had a fucking heart attack, and she blames him. And, and she blames the, shark the shark has at by this point the shark has eaten all of the kids. Ah, okay. like everyone is dead. Well, I guess maybe Michael's still alive. I think the oldest is still alive. I don't know. I fucking can't remember. But yeah, and then like Sheriff Brody died off screen from a heart attack. She still blames the shark. She goes to like the Bahamas or something <laughs> and the shark shows up. Yeah, I remember. Yep, that's, yep. that's cool. Michael Caine's in that one. Ugh. Yeah. Dude, he did a lot of bad movies back in the day. You, you remember, know, he, I think it was called The Hand. I, I don't remember that, but I know one that he doesn't get, he doesn't get the credit for enough. He should. It's one of the best movies ever. Come on. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Hmm. I don't know if I've seen Michael it. Michael Caine and um, Steve Martin, they play two different kinds of con men having a contest to see who can con this woman. It sounds like a fucking blast. It is wonderful. Hmm. All right. No, so The Hand, it's kind of an older horror movie, and the premise of it is Michael Caine is riding in a car, and he's got his hand out the window, and, I don't know, it catches, like, the back of a truck or something, and it rips his hand off. And then the hand comes to life on its own and starts killing people, as they want to do. Yeah, it's like a it's like a super violent thing, <clears throat> like idle hands. Yeah, sort of, um, but, but less satanic. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's just like the thing from fucking Adam's family just decides to start murking people. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, he was also in another one. I think it was called Ants or something like that. It was like giant ants. I don't remember. He did a lot of bad movies back in the day. He's been in a lot of movies, so. <clears throat> Yeah, he has. But yeah, so you should definitely, anywhere you can find it, watch Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That one's pretty great. Um, and, you know, we've, uh, man, we've gone on for two hours. 
Woo, long one for you folks. Yep. So we should probably find a, uh, or we should probably uh, duck out at this point. Um, do you have anything else to add? I don't think so. Um, watch Firefly, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's that's a good message for this show. Yeah, I think we're building up to that. Yeah. Um, hey everybody, thanks for listening. Watch Firefly. Yeah. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Nobody's Podcasting. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm Trevor. And I'm Danny. And if you want more of us Nobodies, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter. Or if you have any questions or suggestions, you can shoot us an email at nobodiespodcasting at gmail.com.